0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the SAP. It's your boy Dave Neal. We have a good one today for you. Ah, oh, this was fun, right? Was this not? Was this not one of our favorites, Tasha? You there? This is one of the, This is a good one. This one was great. There was a moment where I had gooseys. I, I had goosebumps when we were talk, we, we get we get we get into self actualizing and really pursuing what it is you're meant to do in life. No pressure, folks. Yeah, we're all going to make some shifts mentally, emotionally, physically got to stop eating sugar got a wedding coming up can't fit into my suit uh yeah it's a it's a good one folks i'm gonna keep this intro short because as you can tell it's a long one uh long is always good that means we're having a fucking blast uh we had our brunch sta- our mimosa stand-up show today which was so much fun you guys packed it we had patron patreon uh supporters came to the show kyle if you guys really from the bottom of my heart i can't thank you guys enough for supporting live stand-up comedy and also for supporting this podcast you guys have been amazing uh This episode, so we had Kane Holloway. He's been a he's been a past guest. He's a good friend of ours. Kane Holloway and his girlfriend Kelsey Cook are like comedy friends. They're awesome. They they're they're from the Northwest. They've done stand up for a long time. They're super funny and they're a cute couple. And we've gone to the Magic Castle with them. We've hung out. We need to hang out with them more. We need to really make time to hang out more with our friends. But he was on the stand up show today, and he's uh, got a new album that he's recording. So he wanted to talk about that, and um and we had an awesome chat. So we just got him right on the podcast right after the show once my mimosa buzz wore off because, you boy, uh, I'm a lightweight. I'm a cheap date. And uh, by the way, if you want to see these green mimosas I made, I was so proud of them. Go to the sap on Instagram. It's at the dot sap, the sap. Just search the sap and you'll figure it out. And uh, you can see the highlights from the stand-up show. Now, you want to listen to this stand-up show? Great. Well, I'm going to be posting most of the stand-up show with all the comics permission to our private Patreon. And then you can listen to it there. It's going to be great. Guys, it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited that I can post things on this Patreon that are like sort of intimate, private, members only. And I don't have to just give all this shit away. Because look, I love you guys and we and we love doing this podcast. But it's nice to put a little value behind some of what we do. And this stand-up show, I mean, if you need a laugh, these comics murdered, they destroyed, they killed. They were so funny. Um, they're all past uh, guests of the podcast, so they're names that you'll recognize. Griff Pippen hosted, Heather Turman, Jackie Brown, who was just on the podcast, she did a set, Ken Gar, all of my friends. They're so great. Uh, who did I forget? Jeez, I'm going to... Um, Kane Holloway and uh, Matt Ritter, a uh, lawyer. He's, you know been on the podcast before, has some great stories. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's It's a great way to connect all of our guests to what we actually do in real life, which is stand up and make people laugh. So I think you guys are going to love that last month. If you want to, if you want to listen to last month's stand up show, that was also a killer. Every month on the Patreon, I'm going to be posting a full stand up show. That wasn't even things I promised you. That's just what I'm doing on top of the extra episode. So I really think you're going to enjoy all this extra content we're putting out. This week, our new postcards come in. Tasha and I will be sending postcards to everybody. Uh, again, this is just, you know, I, I just want new ways to connect with you all. So there's also uh, public posts on there. I'm going to be posting some public posts like show recap info. Um, on the Patreon. So you don't, if, if you're like tentative, don't worry about it. Like if, if the money's not there for you, don't worry about it. I totally understand. Go to patreon.com to the sap and just see the free stuff that we're putting out there. I'm putting some free videos, this and that. You can just say hi to us. That's a good place to meet and say hi. Patreon.com slash the sap, T H uh, E S A P. Really, I think you guys are going to connect with this episode. Uh, again, uh, enjoy our chat with Kane Holloway.
1: Yeah.
0: Have you tried, and you go, listen, asshole There's something going on. There's copper wire. Trust me. I'm
1: not calling India if I haven't already turned it off and turned it on again.
0: Right. Tasha called India. I don't know why we're just using India, but that's who it is. She called India for like a three-hour phone call for some Kohl's cash points that she was like owed or something. So
1: listen, I got this ring that was $1,400 for $140 Mm -hmm. and two times my order got canceled. So two times I called back and I spoke to customer service and I said, listen, I want to place this order again, and you need to give me the original price. I did waste three hours of my life doing it, but it's a beautiful ring. so but you got, I'm it. happy you got it. it though, right? I did. Good. It just took a few tries. And you had tries. to put
2: them through the ringer, yeah. too, because you're like, "Where's my fu- all? I want is my fucking ring."
0: <laughs> the ringer. <laughs> Let's start the show. Hey, everybody, we're, uh, we're here with Kane Holloway. How are you, yes. man? I'm great. It's good to be here. It's, Hello, it's so welcome. good to see you because mm. we just did our uh, stand-up uh, mimosa show. Which you killed it. Every oh, comic you. was great, right? It was fantastic. Wasn't that fun? I loved it. I want. I want to keep doing shows there. Let's do it. Let's do. It. I'm going to do it. Like I want to do. Yeah. I mean, it's the perfect little sandbox for stand up. It's. I mean, we played thirty people in the audience, and you couldn't fit another person. Mm-hmm. And it was good. And then everyone's done by one thirty in the afternoon.
1: Dave was walking on sunshine when we left today, weren't you?
0: Oh, and the best part is I. The thing that I like the most about. Producing this show is—it reminds me of my social chair days from the fraternity, where uh. you, where like I know some super. This is gonna be super douchey, but just create because we created green mimosas, which so if, for people listening, just go to the Saps Instagram because I saved them in the highlights. But if you add blue curaçao, I think it's called blue curaçao, is a liqueur, and when you add it to OJ, it makes the blue in the orange green.
1: Green mimosa,
0: green mimosa, oh. and I'm, I'm I'm I know you, I know you don't drink. <laughs> That's okay, <laughs> but is it a problem for you to be you? you you're a comic; you have to perform. No, I don't alcohol. give it,
2: I don't give a shit. It's the problem for other people that I don't drink. Uh, oddly enough, you find yeah that they
1: get weird about it. Right?
2: People cannot handle it. Like if you're, and it's just so funny. It's like all you need to do is either you can blow past it, like I didn't say it, and we can go on talking like normal, uh-huh. like we were before you found out I don't drink. Or they're like, oh, 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 uh, I'm sorry. And you're like, the <laughs> fuck are you sorry why?
1: about? That? I don't want to poison myself?
2: <laughs> you know what's also great is like no one ever just, ex- no one ever thinks like, oh, maybe he just doesn't drink or doesn't like it. Everyone assumes there's a problem. Now, granted, they're right. I had a problem, <laughs> which is why I had to stop. But that's still like, why do you jump to problem? Why can't it just be I don't want to? You know, like yeah, you don't say the same thing if you offer yeah, like me it's heroin. Almost
1: like it's not socially acceptable to just Mm-mm. not want to drink. Right. Like you have to have an excuse. Everyone always has an excuse. No, I'm driving. I'm DD. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm on antibiotics. Whatever. Yeah. But Ashley like she
0: doesn't drink because cause of Lyme disease. So she doesn't even not drink for any... Fun reason. It wasn't like she just had a great time in college, right? But it's also, yeah. I mean, like I drank this stupid fucking blue liqueur, orange, you know, green mimosas, and I felt like shit. We we had to watch a movie afterwards so I could like get rid of my hangover. But it was so great. This is this is what this was uh, six hours ago. So I feel like I'm good now. I feel. I don't drink, dude. I probably have four drinks a month. I really. What are you looking for? You drop a blueberry. I
1: think so. This is why we
0: don't do blueberries, (laughs) Tasha. This is why we don't do blueberries. Now she's looking for a blueberry no, in her drink. it's fine. Dress.
1: It's fine. Boone will find it.
2: What I think is hilarious is uh, right before we started, you guys were bitching to me about each other uh as if one of
0: you wasn't here which means how long have you guys been together five today years today is came. our
1: anniversary hey congratulations <laughs> we invited you
0: for therapy that's not that earlier part will be on some version of this podcast i'll <laughs> make sure oh, no, that was like, going to warm up with a bitch i like <sighs> we get couples who listen in the car together and i think it makes couples feel like their problems aren't as bad well, it was
1: actually wait was it whose joke was it I, oh um i'm talking about um Couples talking shit about other couples, like yeah. it really is a bonding experience. Oh,
2: it is. i Yeah, there's, there's, there's. I think you have to have friends that you don't like together, and especially if like they have problems, that cancels out any of your problems yeah, you guys are you having. Get to judge. Them. <laughs> we yeah. have some
0: friends that are super trashy. Is not the right word because I love them and they're uh, subscribers. Hey, folks, how are you, Sarah? Sarah, not... <laughs> I'm not saying you're trashy. I'm not saying you're trashy. Gooch, you're not trashy. I'm saying the real names. It's it's that you have the willingness to be open about your sex life that we love so much. So we'll hang they, out.
1: They like to talk raunchy sex stuff. We'll hang
0: out with them, and she'll be talking about blowing Ben. It's, it'll be Saren and Ben, and she'll be like <laughs> talking about blowing him. I'm like, this is great. Like it's good to have friends that are that yeah. open about that shit. But it's great because Tasha would never do that. So I feel like when Tasha can hang out with my couple friends or my friends, you know, they're all of our friends now. But like you know, guys that I've known for a while, I feel like you're able to let your guard down a little bit. Because Tasha's friends, they, they're all, you're, all, my mom does this with my mom's cousins. I like uptight
1: people, but my mom, okay? My
0: mom does this with her cousins where they're, even though they're family, they're all trying to impress each other still. There's like the status, I think women do the status thing more than men. Does, does Kelsey, uh, does Kelsey have that with any friends where like you're, you just have to, you, where like you know you have to be on your game because she's there to, you know, oh, impress people?
2: Yeah, she, that's with her family. And then if we're ever like at a social event where it's like, Like, we had to go to a Comedy Central party. Uh, she was on This Is Not Happening, and uh, I've never been on television that kind of television. I mean, I've been on TV, don't get me wrong. It was a (laughs) drunk driving PSA that only aired in Montana. However, I was on television, uh, (laughs) so uh, but I don't have any nice clothes because I'm I just I, I'd never think to buy nice clothes. My because
1: s- you're like, I'm not going to use this. Why would like, I? You buy stuff that you know you're going to wear every day. Mm-hmm. I'm a jeans and, and t-shirt s- kind of girl, and I never have fucking anything to wear when like my friends want to go out and get listen. drinks Listen,
0: Kane's night. talking about not having clothes. You've got a clo- like double-stacked closets full of clothes, so you're bullshitting. He doesn't
2: have nice <laughs> clothes. <laughs> I, mean,
0: got- I don't have suits for things like this, so like the nicest thing I
2: have is a V-neck black shirt and like this red jacket, it's like bright red. And I always get compliments on the jacket. And since I'm bald, uh, the only way like, I feel like I combed my hair is if I wear a hat that looks good on me. So that's how I go to these parties. So <laughs> you put <laughs> Yeah.
0: Different. Nice. Mm-hmm.
2: I got a Red Sox hat on, a red jacket, black V-neck. As far as they know, I'm like some really high end radio DJ they've never seen in person, but have always heard the voice.
0: <laughs> you do have DJ vibes, yeah. With you. <laughs> you know what sucks? This is what sucks for us because like, we love our girlfriends, blah, whatever. All the things you say before sure. you get real, right? But like, <laughs> and you and you're a ki- and you're a killer comic, and Kelsey is too. I love that you guys are comedians, and, and you know you, you you do comedy together and all that. Kelsey gets to you know put on that red dress on the Tonight Show and mm-hmm. destroys people's TVs. It was yes. so. I mean, it was amazing what women can do with the right fit. And, you know, I'm not saying it's like in any way... Uh, a bad thing. It's like Tasha will go out and put an outfit on. And I go, Jesus Christ, I'm a fucking asshole. Like I can't even stand next to you now. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. I know how you feel. Yeah, I know you
0: exactly can't,
1: I'm just you. like, thanks. That sounded like a compliment. I was preparing <laughs> myself to just get shit all over. I
0: didn't even think you were listening. You're, ba- you're knees deep in those blueberries, trying <laughs> to. No, but you know what I mean. Like you, like Tasha. You're never you never go to an event and go. My boyfriend's just outdoing me right now with looks. Like women don't have to worry. Like we're not a thought for you guys with that. But we have to like. And I don't mean this in like a jealous way or whatever but like kelsey kelsey's on uh, F- fallon you know wearing you know like that's the moment that's the moment for women you dress you know i don't think it, guys i mean yeah you put a nice suit on or whatever you're supposed to do but not one person's like wow look at that fucking guy's outfit yeah, it's just you wow blend in. It,
1: it must be so nice to be known and appreciated for your skills and your talents and your intelligence and everything else instead of just your tits <laughs>
0: Yeah, the tits are You know what I mean? I know, exactly. You know, it's
1: like we have to do all that. We have to do our hair. We have to do our makeup. We have to push our boobs up. We have to wear five layers of Spanx and suck it all in because we're valued for our looks more than we're valued for anything else. It is a luxury that you don't have to deal with that, that your outfit is the second thought. There's
0: two different values. You're valued for your looks along with your other things. Mm -hmm. It's not like one or the other. I would say...
2: It's
1: a big percentage.
2: I was a, I was a fat kid. Okay, me too. And nice. uh, so when fat kids, when fat boys especially lose weight, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh hey, I'm I'm kind of good looking when you're not when you're not fat. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was two thirty. Jeez, my sophomore year. And wow. my, and this girl I had a huge crush on. I was basically in love with her. Her name was Taryn, Taryn Smith, if, she, if she's a listener. <laughs> and uh, I was in love with her. She was making a a list of guys she would date or sleep with in the school, and I wasn't on it. And then she noticed... She had a I,
0: list of guys she would fuck? Yeah,
2: date or fuck, who was boyfriend material and who was just fucking material. An open list. Open list. And then she was showing me the list, and she would do this thing, I hate, by the way, don't do it. It's the... He's like a brother to me. I that's the, that's <laughs> gross because I don't like when my sister says that. Yeah, I don't like when she's like, "He's my brother." We got it. Fuck off. <laughs> I don't need girls putting that barrier. I'm well aware of the fact that you're not into me. I can still have a crush on you, but yeah. don't do that barrier thing. Anyway, she. I notice I'm not on the list. She notices I notice I'm not on the list, and she goes, "Well, I wouldn't date you because." And then she looks me up and down. And then goes, because you're like a brother to me. And I I was devastated. That's where you just hit the
0: gym, right? You yeah, just hit the gym.
2: And that whole summer, all I did was I would eat sandwiches and drink a gallon of water and go for runs. And then I dropped 163. What? Yeah. There you go. And then everyone thought I was a new kid. My <laughs> junior year, everyone was like, who's the hot new kid? Shut up. I've never been considered uh, hot before in my whole life. Never knew that I was a good looking guy because my, my parents don't want to give me that. And my dad also, what what was he going to do? You're a handsome young man. So they're like, who's this new DJ we got in this this red jacket? (laughs) And so I, all of a sudden I was appreciated for my looks and i never, I was, I was, I felt really good. And then, and then I would date girls and all of a sudden now I have like a leg up. It feels really nice to have looks, but I and I, I sort of lost the thread and my, my point I was being made. Well, no, but no, was
0: it's good to have that self confidence. But
2: you did all of a sudden I was like I I had to develop a personality and now I'm good looking. And now I'm in, I'm like sucked into this. So it was but there was something really, really
0: nice about people going like, Ooh ah. <laughs> Yeah. I went from five foot one to five ten in eighth grade and i and i wasn't you know like you know my nose came i got a big nose but the, like body parts came in at different times so it was it was awkward but like i got to a place where people were like dave like you're not cuz i was you know it's just like the, the the friend and that little bit of light shame that you get when a girl isn't into you like you calibrate yourself with that mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah sure like there's people that are long gone like the incels like there there's there's a group of men that are so unfuckable that they're like giving up, but most people like you look at yourself, you reevaluate you go all right, I gotta fucking you know this isn't working in my thirties anymore I gotta get rid of alcohol or whatever and or or I gotta sh- you know you get into stand up or whatever the fuck you do you do improv you know you you do something to like have a value that other guys might not have mm-hmm. and it's about like like carving out your own values so then people see you as something that stands out because if everyone if you if you're just like everyone else you're not getting you're not gonna get like fucking laid or what you know what i mean i don't know so yeah i was a fat i was a fat kid too i was the friend of the guy steven steven was the guy who got the chicks mm-hmm. and i was the friend and like i didn't get and i and i wasn't like super bitterly jealous but like everyone looked at him you know what i mean you just don't forget that you don't grow out of that when everyone you know that's brian. like that. mine was brian, brian fuck
2: Brian's good looking.
1: Steven and Brian. and then But Steven, yeah. because Steven
0: had that support, he lives like in a mountain somewhere. And he doesn't, like, you know what I mean? Like, he just, like, he, do, he didn't have the fucking Tom, Bra- I, gotta, I gotta make a Patriots reference, but that Tom Brady, you know, couldn't even be the starter in college vibe. Like, that's what mm-hmm. I got. Cut yeah. from baseball, cut from this, they don't want me, this and that. And, like, that's the, you know, you gotta use it to your, I guess the key is to try to, like, ride that bull without you know, being bitter and what, you know, that's the toxic part of it. Well, LA. you either
1: learn and, like, do some changes or that's it. Yeah. Right? You either, like, f- find a new way or that's it.
0: But Tasha, do you ever have, like, were you ever told no with anything in life?
1: Because uh, I certainly can't yeah. tell you no. I no, tell
0: Tasha no. no. I was actually,
1: just now when you were talking, I was thinking that, like, a few years ago, I I decided I had to start saying yes to social events because I realized that I was, like, going to end up alone and like uh, I don't know never leaving my apartment a hermit
0: you mean before we started dating
1: yeah so I just started saying yes to like all these things that scared me and I ended up you know when you're in LA in particular it's hard to like get string your friends along to do something new for both you know it's hard to find a buddy to go with you to places Mm -hmm. so I just had to be okay with like showing up by myself and and it was terrifying but it got easier and sure. and i made a lot of friends that way
0: that doesn't mean anyone's ever told you no though
1: no but it's the same idea but you've never that, got like, i had to- to, i realized i needed to make a change otherwise i was going to be alone in my apartment
0: look e- women have your own like kelsey i'm sure also has like you know i'm sure coming up in comedy dudes are like let's do a writing session together it's always you know what i mean everyone's got that yeah. like to everyone's every you know i was t- saying the other night is like female fe- uh, female comedians who like produce sketches always have like Like two sound guys on the on the sketch because like the sound guys want to fuck them. Like there's always like a sound guy there, and like a guy producing a sketch can never get a sound guy because why would the fucking sound guy come to you know what I mean? Like like women get you get help in certain ways, but because of that you also have to deal with dudes that are trying to fuck you. So like it's like you're you're balancing this thing where it's like you want to be you want to you know you 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 want you need you need to get what you can from the industry, but also like not cross that line. I also
2: think, well, I, I, 2019 now, uh, now that all this shit's going down, all those guys that at one point in time were going to utilize their power to hire women so that they could be in a room with beautiful women to then fuck them, that's, that's got to be over now. Like I don't, I don't see somebody in their position look at that and then think with their dick first anymore. I mean, and if they do, then they're fucking idiots. <laughs> Why? Or
1: they think with their dick first, but their brain catches up pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> you have to
2: think with your think with your head first, your dick second, always. I mean, that should just sure. be the standard. And it doesn't work out in but a lot of cases.
0: That makes more sense than the idea where you just need to... F- pretend like a guy's not going to want to fuck every chick that walks by and that's what the, and that's what, it's almost like you're guilty like um like uh what's what's the irish the tall liam neeson right he was he, he he said what his thoughts were right you know about wanting to kill a black guy because his friend was raped he and he said to those thoughts and he was like you know like everyone it went viral and it's like i it's like a, a guy sh- you, you you should be able to like ex- express your feelings like your reptilian side of your brain wants to fuck everything it sees Mm -hmm. now acknowledge that and don't and then maybe don't use the powers that you have for that but also but also like who are we kidding women are attracted to men that are in i i say positions of power but it's due to confidence and self-worth and and because they're at the top of their games whether it's they're the bowling champion or an artist or a dj you know, whatever it is, like uh, there's going to be women that are attracted to that in a guy because they've like kind of mastered their craft. You're an architect, you're this, you're that, but it's like it's it's what you do with that power as a guy, where you're not a, some seedy prick. What you're doing behind mm. the scenes, if you're doing that shit in the DMs and like in like in like <laughs> leveraging people, that's where like because we don't even know, we don't even know guys that are doing that. You don't know t- in most cases till it's like blown till they've been blown up. There was these. You two- guys
1: don't know anyone that slides into the DMs,
0: not in a way that's like
1: that. That actually is. Was very curious to me because of the sheer volume of dms that i receive and that my friends receive like how does no guys know any dudes well, look, that are I like mean, getting in the dms is it uh, like a deep dark dark shameful secret i don't mean I it don't like, know. i don't
0: mean as if dms are a bad thing like i'll direct message people like hey you know what i mean but it's not like i'm not trying to fuck them and it's not something that's like you know what i mean it's not it's not the sliding into the dms it's what you're doing with that if you're like sort of like
1: uh dick pics
0: well, of course that's yeah. Well, that's a, that that's not even worth the discussion because no, m- in most cases, no chicks, you know, seen the dick pic. That's like a uh, that, that's a small percentage, I think, of society where like dudes are sending the unwanted dick pics. But
1: I don't think so.
2: I've well, I've never sent a dick pic in my life, really, never once, and I've never understood it, uh, ever. I don't get it, and it's
1: <laughs> girls don't get it either. I just don't understand.
0: Tasha's asked for a dick pic before. What? Have you
1: asked for a dick a pic? It was
0: early on in the relationship.
1: Please, I didn't. Maybe we were exchanging sexy pictures, but I didn't <laughs> explicitly ask <laughs> to see your dick.
0: Yeah. Let me see that <laughs> nail head. Yeah, pull up the screenshot. We got a producer back there. Up. I, yeah, it's not a it's not a sexy thing. If,
1: if
2: asked, sure, but I've never been asked. I've never been I've, because
1: girls don't want to see a dick.
2: I don't. I don't want to see a dick. I don't. I've I don't want to see a
0: clam. I don't want to
1: see just like <laughs>
2: clam. Yeah, shot. you don't want to see just. A, I've never understood that either. Guys, who are like, send me a picture of your pussy, and it's like, yeah, but. The pussy is the pussy and the dick are both but the most weird looking. They're odd looking and they're they're <laughs> mostly for function. They're, they're so like. functional whereas like tits, ass and then maybe it's like a, a good aesthetics. body on a guy, yeah, those are the those are the window dressings. Nobody you see a nice shoe, right? You look at the outside <laughs> of the shoe. When you see somebody wearing a shoe, you're like, man, those are dope Adidas. <laughs> I need them. You don't ask them to take the shoe off so they can look inside the shoe to Rip see what the, the sole is like. <laughs> yeah, nobody yeah. wants to see what the fucking sole looks like. So I don't understand <laughs> people sending vagina and dick pics or their <laughs> asshole. I want to see your asshole. No, why?
1: I, <laughs> I'm ne- going to do my best to avoid looking up close at your asshole. Yeah. Okay. I <laughs> That's someone, the last thing
0: I, I want to see. someone send me the, sp- the spread vagina. Like, you know what I mean? Like the spread vagina photo. No. Yeah. Not this Catholic boy <laughs> I'd rather see you in a bikini I don't know Leave oh, a little bit yeah My mind will go places My yeah. mind will get there yeah. yeah, just yeah, address... have a little
1: imagination. Yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway, have an imagination out there. A <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That's I mean that it, it's, uh, the whole point was that like we just need to be honest with ourselves. Like you should. It should be like we 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 preach the superior man. The book about like it's a book about how you should be okay feeling like other people's like energies and all that shit. And like if someone's like got a sexy energy, I mean like you know like I've got a good energy with a lot of the friends that were on the show today. Or they were like like or take Raquel right. Raquel was on the podcast podcast uh probably a couple months ago she was playmate of the year so she's clearly like qualified that blew
2: that like blew ken gar's mind and then when he told me that i was like she's a playmate like no shit and then she's laughing at our jokes yeah <laughs> that's never <laughs> been that's laughter. like never been like in the like at first you just see a beautiful woman and they're laughing whatever you're like that's great and but nothing ever i've never there's like been two t- times where a beautiful woman is like are you really uh married engaged or whatever you were talking about up there yes move on yeah but having a playmate <laughs> you're like it's for some reason that like a
1: really hot famous person yeah just yeah. like that that uh
2: what is it the the uh, the nameplate yeah. whatever that is called <laughs> having that title <laughs> laughing at you're like I don't know what am I what do well, I do with myself Well because myself Fat here?
0: Kane Fat Kane uh, is on the inside of the controls going fuck yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. I would have had her p- uh poster on my wall. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, show me a picture of your pussy. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> but I, I yeah, that like blew our minds that she Well <laughs> was what's funny play. is you're saying that but Ken, I told Ken and uh he goes yeah, I can see it. That he fuck, played, fuck he him he was he was losing his shit outside he was
2: like dude, she was a fucking playmate he was losing his not mind. Only that she was
0: playmate of the year she was the first mexican-american playmate i think the only one ever oh yeah god yeah. i have oh anyway she's gonna do the stand-up show next month beautiful she just started oh she's doing, doing stand-up she doing too stand-up yeah oh, nice. she, fucking, she drove in and she, she Lives in an hour north of, i'm not gonna say her personal address but she was an hour north of here and she drove in i mean and like tasha's like you know, I was like she came by herself cuz her she's happily married her husband's working or whatever and uh Boo. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See that oh, yeah. that's the verbal deep sliding in the DMs where you're when you downplay the person they're with or guys that'll Kelsey will post pic- pictures of me on her Instagram and just loses followers. They just <laughs> they leave. Hundreds and thousands of people are like, what is this horse shit? You're either playing foosball or showing me your ass.
0: I don't want to see some bald All guy. All like, social had,
1: media advisors are like, don't put your boyfriend on your Instagram. I had, like a, like, I had know, a bit just about it. Tasha That's lost we,
0: like 900 followers when she made me her man crush Monday. Imagine a, <laughs> a full theater full of people being like, fuck you no <laughs> and then just leave. that's just that but if i post it it's the it's the most likes i'll ever get
2: exactly if i say it's our seven-year anniversary isn't she beautiful everyone agrees that's the applause
0: break <laughs> that's give it up for the troops on yep. the instagram you <laughs> up, the troops here's a picture oh uh, you know instagram's not been a little slow in the algorithm i'll post a photo uh, of my lady Yeah. But that's how it is now. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I, I, I wasn't, I mean, I, yeah, I was insecure with it early on in the relationship because I'd be like, fuck man, you know, you'd see other chicks I would post their boyfriend all the time, but they also like aren't running it at the level, you know, I mean, there are some, we have friends, Caitlin O'Connor, there's people that post their boyfriend way more, but I just I think don't care it, anymore. It, de-
1: it depends on like, um, how your audience has developed too. And my audience, I don't think they know what they want from me. I think like a lot of them were like tits and ass people, but I'm not very much a tits and ass person. I just occasionally post like bikini shoots or whatever.
0: You gotta scroll down to the good stuff. The good stuff. <laughs> <here>. Gentlemen, scroll <laughs> well,
1: down. Well, <laughs> my numbers have been pretty poor lately, so I'm sure we got a bikini pick coming up soon. But that's but, awesome. uh, <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> a little nice. teaser. A little <laughs> teaser for you. But like some people, like fashion bloggers or whatever, they train they get married, then they become mommy bloggers, and like all of their followers are on board for that transition. Position. um yeah travel bloggers i don't know there are certain places where like b- but i think it's the audience i think it's your percentage of male
0: it's so stupid you have to have the female. right color like temperatures Scheme. yeah <laughs> fuck that shit that's what that's what kills me when they're like bro you gotta have the right color temperatures on your photos it's like i'm trying to tell jokes here like right you know what i mean like I'm, you're probably like me where it's like i could give two shits of, i mean but it sucks because you do want to you do see comics that take advantage of social media and they have a huge platform and oh. it's like, well you can't compete with that because even if they tell half as many jokes as you that's enough to fill seats and you know
2: you know it's it's so many People I know I either started with or I just now became friends with, like uh, uh, Big Irish Jay is following in the footsteps of Kevin Fredericks and hear uh, Moore and Tony Baker, and these guys are... They're on tour currently, I think, uh, the comedians of social media. And yeah. these guys, I mean, these guys know what they're doing in terms of like posting every single day, but that is... I' exhausting. It's so exhausting, <laughs> and I can't do it. Like they're like they're like, and they don't push it on me. They just go. This is what made us get to a point where we now have a platform to go on the road all the time, and they just so happen to be hilarious comics. Yeah. So they have both of those things going for them. So you know you're getting a good show, but I can't do it. It's not
1: only is it a full time job, it's also sort of a mind fuck. And like for me, I had to I for like maybe a year solid, I was really pushing social media and then I took three years off. Like and like that kind of stuff, it you just don't come back. You know, you don't have that staying power. Like if you take six months off, that can like Akilah said this in her interview like six months if you like quit YouTube for six months it could end your career like your YouTube career right because these people have like a shortest attention span they don't really want to stick around but um where was I going with this
0: just just say it's like it's like it's
1: it's it's annoying oh man it's so annoying to post on instagram
2: i (laughs) really really don't
1: know i mean maybe some people are just like wired differently or they have a different like thought process about it but for me i find it so annoying like i can't because i can't concentrate on two things at once Mm -hmm. so like i can't be in a social setting and doing a post like if Mm -hmm. i'm writing a post i'm not paying attention to anyone i'm with and if i'm paying attention to the people with that i'm with i can't write a post it's like i can only do one or the other right so like um for me i find more value in like being with somebody in real time Mm -hmm. so like my posts just don't happen or i might take a picture or whatever posted after i leave but like that's not the kind of content it really requires i think a lot of the people who um are good on social media all of their friends are also on social media Mm -hmm. so while they're out they're just like all posting at the same time and then they're hanging out and then they're all posting together and they're getting pictures of each other and like it becomes more of a group effort and no one's offended because you're looking at your phone for five minutes while you write the perfect caption yes
0: i get mad when i watch like tasha she did some trips like to mexico with the you know the groups the influencer groups and i i get annoyed watching because like you'll post a video and then in the background of the video there's nine chicks on their phone on a beach it just annoys me because i knew if i was there i'd be like Every, i would take everyone's phone and put them well, in a duffel bag so but i get more i get to
1: be on the beach and like listening to the music and like holding a drink with an umbrella and like running in the waves that so, like that is way more fun than like that's why this- posting about having fun like,
2: yeah i don't have a facebook and a twitter and i deleted both of them uh i deleted facebook a long time ago because i was like i can't I can't do it. I hate it.
1: It's a time suck and it's toxic. I, uh,
2: you're right. And then, and I feel. like...
0: Exactly, get mad? Would you get mad scrolling Facebook and seeing other comics, shows, and stuff? Not that, even that. I. It's just the. It's just the fact that I'm scrolling, and it's like, what are you doing? There's no. And bottom. then all of
1: a sudden, your wrist is numb, and yeah. you're like, what happened? What am I? What am I doing with,
2: What am I doing? I don't give a fuck what people are saying, and I'm like watching my 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 mom argue with my uncle through, on a thread. About politics, I'm like fuck are you two doing, yeah. Yeah. and I don't post enough on it to keep it. Good for you for deleting. So I'm it. just like I'm out. It's
1: like it's it's such a I don't know. I get on the fence about it because I do like it as like a collection, like a news source. Mm-hmm. But then you have the fake news thing too. But like I'm reading like articles from National Geographic or like whatever, like stuff that I find interesting that wouldn't land in my lap otherwise.
0: Tasha's Facebook is conspiracy theory haven. It's so it's so different what? than my Facebook. Yeah, your Facebook's so so. Why do you li- think that it's super liberal? I only have
1: like three or four people who um, like conspiracies. It's in all my conspiracies,
0: friends. but like weird news and a lot of yeah, a lot of nat geo stuff. It's very
1: what about Nas- national Geographic is conspiracy?
0: No, because you'll have like some weird, cons- you know, some weird like you know me- media thing, and then you'll have just like Cubs you know, fighting a coyote or something. It's like <laughs> one, and then, it, but then there'll be like super feminist stuff and then all this like financial advice. It's it's a lot. Uh, my, where mine's like comics calling each other fags. <laughs> mine's mine's like comics arguing over the art of comedy and none of us should even, you know what I mean? It's so well, stupid.
2: Your Facebook sounds like your search history and what you just like had the thought that day. That's what I love about what he just described your Facebook. <laughs> I would actually visit your Facebook if it was just like, Here's Cubs fighting a coyote and, uh, <laughs> guess who wins? And then you just scroll up and it's like. I mean, we need equal pay. <laughs> and you maybe scroll up again. And it's just, dude, Nine Eleven
0: was an inside
2: job. It's like, oh, dude, geez. what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> Why is there so much different shit on here? I'm telling you, I've gotten
0: on her, on her book and I've been like, whoa, you got some stuff. You got wars going on over here. And, but, uh, but mine's just like a bunch of dudes complaining about, you know, who's represented on a comedy festival. Like oh, what, what do we care? And, about that, and
2: that's, team? that's, that's just as shallow as the people who do the influencing, the influencer stuff. Uh, I watched both Firefest documentaries. Yeah, so did we. Uh, amazing.
1: Wait, did I watch two or just one? I think uh, I just watched one. Uh, I watched
2: both of them. Yeah. Watch the Hulu one. It's great. Which one do we watch? You probably watch Netflix. I watched, I watched the, the one
1: YouTube. where he said he was going to suck the guy's dick.
2: That's Netflix. Okay. <laughs> and that one, is I think, was produced by Fuck Jerry, who's trying yeah. to get out from under the the PR nightmare that, that this from is. From all the plagiarism they've done. And but all the Hulu one is so great because it just it takes shots at everybody no one's safe in it especially the influencers and what's great is so they've in the hulu one they sit down the influencers there's like two and uh and they're splice they're intercutting the interview with them with their face their phones two and a half inches from their face Going look at where we're at Fire Festival. We're on the bus. We're in the plane. We're on our way. Oh, look at these fucking tents! And then they cut back to them and they're like, "Okay, uh, so what's an influencer? Like, what's your brand, and why this, and why this is so important to me?" Because when I moved down here, I hated every part of my life. It was part, part like I got sober here, and part of the reason I got such a problem is because I moved here from Seattle, from more, Seattle, Seattle, yeah. Okay. And life just sucked, and so I was drinking a lot and. I sent I sent a tape to be on television, and Kelsey's manager was like helping me out. And then I didn't hear anything, so I assumed I didn't get it. So she calls me up and she's like, "Let's have lunch." So we sit down to have lunch, and she goes, "Uh, and it, I'm in no mood. <laughs> I've been I've just been in no mood since I've Who been sat down. down? You're, <laughs> your, the manager sat down. Her, Kelsey's manager. Okay, and we're at lunch, and I just I can't handle anybody. And so when we're sitting there. I have like zero filter and she goes, well, you didn't get it. And I just wanted to sit down personally and and say like, you're probably not going to make it in this type of environment because the video you sent um, is very like uh, anti-women. And it was a joke about how I made fun of Kelsey's friend's outfit. Yeah, but it wasn't anti-women. I was teasing her. It's a great joke. I know yeah. the joke. Yeah, yeah. It's just about I was teasing this big belt that she had wrapped around her waist, and I was treating her like I would a comic if you like a male comic. Oh, it's a killer joke. Yeah,
0: it's a, yeah. So Tosh, she would love it.
2: Really, the jokes about equality. I'm not <laughs> talking down to her. I'm not trying to hit on her. I'm, t- I'm talking to her like I would You're just Dave. giving
1: her unsolicited advice about her belt?
2: No, no, no. I'm te- I'm shitting on her belt. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm like making it's fun of bit, her. It's a bit, Tasha. Okay. No, no, no. Not, a-
1: not <laughs> She's advice. already on the woman's side. <laughs> You're mean. It's not
2: ad- It's not advice. It's me. I see her belt and I just, I think of something funny to say and it's at her expense. And,
0: and women probably laugh harder in the audience. I'm just guessing. I don't, guessing I, I, I've, had, I've, had, I've had
2: women, I've had female comics who are like, you just look like an asshole in this bit. But they've also watched me do it when I bomb. Anyway, so I send a <laughs> tape where it's going well. And, the sh- and she's just like, she's like sitting there. She's like, so a bunch of women thought it was like anti-women type of bit. And so that's why you didn't get it. And really, uh, we just don't know what your brand is. What's your brand? and I'm like what's your brand <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> defensiveness is my brand yeah <laughs> I, I was I was just so t- taken aback by it and I was like what fuck is it? What, if, what is a brand what's a brand
1: why does a person need to be a brand? Thank
2: you, Tasha. That's,
1: that's what's annoying. Like I just yes. want to be a person. Right. Like a normal person, flaws and all. Try
2: to wrap yourself into a brand. It's probably one of the most impossible things you can do because it's insincere no matter what you say. My brand is... Even if the, what you do is carpentry, what's your brand? I'm a carpenter. That's all you do all day. You're not married, you don't have a favorite baseball team, color, food, pl- places you like to visit certain certain uh, uh, changes in the weather affect your mood. You're fuck you're not just the one thing.
1: But once you find that specialty, that little niche, that is how you that's your in. And well, that's why people ask for that, and that's why people want to know it. Like for fashion bloggers, it's way easier to be like a jeans blogger than a fashion blogger like you make a name for yourself becoming the best jeans blogger or like the best lingerie blogger like if whatever you're you know instead of just being a fashion blogger that talks about whatever like some people are only like designer clothes some some people are shoot whatever it is
0: but most people most people in the comedy world that aren't comedians don't know what the fuck they're talking about and it's and it goes to show because don't
1: know what they are
0: they no the, the people that like say what's your brand they they don't they don't know enough to think past like like that and see like how you are on stage and because sometimes your brand sometimes your brand is is you being an observant comedian
1: but think about like famous comedians you could put them all in a category. Like, 100%. there's a redneck comedian. There's, like, an urban comedian. There's a I Dane agree. Cook kind of womanized, like, sexy guy comedian. But there's,
0: like, Bill Burr wasn't a brand... I'm sure he got Bill passed Burr up Burr by Bill
1: Burr is Boston. No, but he-, but he
0: wasn't. He was, like, like Kane's on the Bill Burr path, where it's, like, the whole fucking place doesn't think I fit into their box. Well, fuck it. I'm going to just murder everyone with my but jokes. But
1: he's such a unique character.
0: And
2: And and to to the, I've thought about this even more especially after watching that documentary because when they're asked what their brand is they don't have a complete answer their answers are little one word or catchphrases positivity my brand is i promote positivity and wellness and what well, what the fuck does any of that mean you don't know what that means you got lucky you got lucky you have a bunch of people that somehow Buy the products you hold up in a picture. That is pure luck. That has, uh, and maybe there's some like marketing talent involved in there. I can't say whether or not they're they are talented or not. Well, it looks first. But this the looks... fucking the idea that they didn't have an answer and they stuttered their way through it. That was even that made it even like that concreted in my head even more. And also the idea of a brand, it, it, it you don't have control over that. You yeah, it's you, perception. Th- yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do that makes you famous, it's the audience.
1: It's more about recognizing how other people perceive you and Boink. then just like going for that.
2: Yes. So when the audience decides this is what you are, guess what? That's your brand now. You don't have any control over like that. Like the
1: lady from Miss Maisel in the fat <laughs> Shoes. Sure. Do seen you that, watch the show? It's a, show. a really good show. Tasha doesn't. I'm
0: not allowed to talk because like by episode three, she's like a famous comedian hanging out with like other famous comedians. And I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you're so bitter and i go no it's just it's It's like same with crashing it's like episode five he's friends with Artie lang okay that that would happen uh, by episode one he's friends with Lang. right like that would be the 14th year of your comedy is you get to be friends with Artie lang that was well i get it the
2: movie punchline with tom hanks and sally field where where tom hanks tom sally field is just buys jokes and then goes to comedy clubs packed pack every every night's packed and it was the 80s so i'm sure it was that and she goes up with these fucking jokes she's bought, and she's bombing. So Tom Hanks goes, just riff. So Sally Field, who has no funny bone in her body. This <laughs> is <Mrs>. Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah, this woman has absolutely... She hasn't said one funny fucking thing in the entire movie. I don't know if Sally Field's funny, but her character is painfully unfunny. So then he, Tom Hanks gifts this unknown comic to go up at fuck, a sold-out show on a weekend and tells her to riff and when she riffs, she fucking murders. And I'm sitting there going, nope, that's not how that works at <laughs> nope. all. Not even remotely. But that's why
0: people think they want to do comedy because you're supposed to make it look easy. You don't see the, you, the, the. It's not, you're not playing the violin where you get to watch them hit all these crazy notes. You're just doing this like pacing that you kind of figure out over time. And it's, you know, it's that's the beauty of it. But also, I don't know, it's kind of like, you know, the, I don't know, maybe the, the value's not, sh- not transparent until it's like that next level where you're just like, holy fuck, we fucking changed the room there. Like that was, that was cool. I don't know.
1: And for some people it's easier than others, but I'm sure it's really just about perseverance and your skill set. Some people are more hardwired for that. Some people are more hardwired to like, do Instagram, you know, like you said. I don't know if these people have talent, eh, but they do because yeah. we've tried to do Instagram, and uh, like yeah. I can barely post a picture, a story a day, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah Tasha. Yeah.
0: But I get mad, I get mad for Tasha with some of these girls have like 500,000, millions of followers. There's one chick, her name is Gabby Epstein. Okay. I shouldn't have said her name because I'm about to shit on her. <laughs> she's got millions of followers. She's on the beaches, petting the pigs in the Caribbean. I couldn't find somebody less attractive in my life.
1: That's not true. She's cute. I know she's you're so. are talking un- I mean, look, and it's just But either to me. way, she's developed her brand. And like, she what? knew what people wanted from her and she gave them more of it.
0: But, and I get mad because, you know, we all think, you know, it's, I think Tasha, I want you to have the, the sort of avenue to like have your voice and, and do all these things. And it, it annoys me when you don't have that because probably but, because you're a little older and I mean, they, they, these are like well, 17 also, year olds that got off the ground with this shit.
1: I, Yes. Yeah, sure. True. But also like um, I think it's important to kind of be authentic to yourself and like it's never going to be my cup of tea to like wake up and post selfies. Like it's just not it, that's just not how my brain works. That's not how I feel. That's not what makes me feel like value to
0: do it. She had, had like 1,000 followers when we started dating. The next year, she had 80,000. So, like, it's the trajectory can be crazy. But but then when you took your foot off the pedal, again, and we don't need to talk. This isn't that interesting. But, like, I get, I get you losing followers because bots and people just leave and they go away. I get all that. And I wouldn't want to pressure you into doing something that doesn't make you happy. Because like the actual art of distress, You do that.
1: realize that you interrupted me when I was like See, talking about See, something that actually like. Kane knows
0: I'm in trouble Was going <laughs> to
1: just wrap say, it up and make sense. I'm sorry. I was just. Is I that was you say- have to be authentic. Like what would be the point of me like doing all of this stuff that isn't me that doesn't make me happy. Just to put me down a path of like more of that. When I could focus my energies on something that's more true to myself. Or has uh, uh, something that like resonates with me more. Like more value in that way. And that has potential to do its own thing.
0: Kane, what's Ooh. Tasha's brand? Tell me Tasha's brand. <laughs> Tasha's brand. What should Tasha do?
2: Let's make, like, what should she well, here, <laughs> do? Well, what I find very interesting.
1: Everyone vote. <laughs> what I
2: find interesting about Tasha uh, and model, that's your, I mean, your profession, right? Your professional model. Yeah. And so, and what I also, what I love about what you said was, and it's like this Alan Watts um, quote that I listen to quite often. Where he's he's like he's talking to this theater of people and he's like he's like a lot of people always uh you know, ask me after they're about to graduate college, like, well what do I do now? What do I do with this degree that I've studied and took all this time, four years of my life, what do I do and now?
1: Probably a few hundred thousand dollars.
2: Yeah. And then and then he's like, Well, what do you wanna do? Like, what do you really wanna do? If money was no object, what do you really want to do? And and they're like, well, what I really want to do is I want to be a poet or I want to be a writer or a painter or, you know, I want to dance and all this shit that they didn't go to school for. And he's like, do that and don't worry about the money. And then practice being that until you get so good at it, money starts rolling in. And exactly what you were saying, he says, is, you know, you're <laughs> why live a life, like if you're posting every day, like that. It doesn't make if any it's sense. it's more
1: stressful than right. it is like bringing endorphins, like what am I doing it for? Right.
2: And then you're living this life where you hate. You hate this life, but you're doing it because But you're like stuck in the hamster
1: it. wheel of it. Mm-hmm. And because you do it and you're putting all of your time and your energy and your effort into it, that's going to be the thing that grows. So right. you're only setting yourself up to have more of this thing that's right. not even your thing.
2: So her brand is Philosopher. We
1: nailed it. She's a philosopher.
0: Tasha the philosopher. Tasha.
1: Tasha philosopher. Oh, dude.
0: That's great.
1: It's like a dinosaur name. You
0: clap and laugh after you say it. Tasha philosopher.
2: <laughs> but, I, but I think it's interesting that you're, you're in the field of model, and yet you're like, no, I don't want to. And it seems like social media and posting like, you, posting like that every day where it's something new, you in a different uh, outfit, Uh, something like tighter or something you're being sponsored by or whatever to promote yourself, your body, your looks or whatever. And also like you're holding a can of, of soda. Everybody drink Mountain Dew Red. And you like, that's part of the thing you would think, or at least from my uh, limited knowledge of of the field. It seems like that's what you'd have to do, and you're like, I don't fucking want to do that shit. But you're,
0: she's really authentic with when she does promote the things she does like, and she's really good at the spokesperson. Think part of that. I think it's the nitty gritty sort of like. If there was an app like it, it, like Instagram, just isn't for you. Like in the in the daily grind. But if there was an app where you just hit the button and and talked about your day, I think you'd kill it at that.
1: Yeah, it's probably more it's like reading
0: the comments, it's, the like comparison. Sorry. Ugh.
1: No, no, no. Well, sure, yeah, that. But more than anything else, it's just, um, like, showing up to a set and shooting and not having to worry about anything else except, like, having a good time is one thing. But, like putting on the good time like producing the shoot and oh, producing man. the content and producing the good time like all of that
0: stresses you out
1: yeah it, it's just annoying you
0: love it when your call time's this you show up with your bag of wardrobe you show up yeah. ready to go she knows how up. to shoot and it sounds it's, this is what this is what i've, I've learned over time Tasha. is that people go oh what do models do uh they What they do, like when, like a good model, like what it sounds stupid to even defend it, but like you know how to pose in a million different ways. So the photographer just is taking photos. And then the client's got like a million options. Like you're, like you've done this shit for decades now you know what i mean and it's it really is like a talent and it's like you 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 enjoy that the music's going you have a good rapport with a good photographer if you're she with a shitty photographer i'm the first to know she's like this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing you know what i mean
1: but even when it's just like the bullshit when it's just like e-com or whatever you're just showing up and like counting your dollar bills mentally like getting you through the next four hours you're like okay this is fine but we had this talk
0: last night we were talking we were in the bed sitting upside down like leaning you know uh fully dressed not you know we'd have the energy to go to bed we were just fully dressed at like 3 a.m it's like i can't remember. and we're and you were literally having this philo- philosophical wait tasha philosoph- philosopher tasha philosopher <laughs> tasha philosopher moment where she was like what am i doing with my life where do i want to go and and it's a good and i was like the fact that you're asking these questions is good and healthy. And like don't beat yourself up over it. But yeah, your answer is so simple. Like just do what you love. And it sounds yeah. crazy to say because I mentioned this, like my family I come from an entrepreneurial family, but that means I've got some broke family members For sure. and some ones that kill it. But like the idea that like and I have to remind Tasha, like, we're going to be okay because I'm doing what I love and I'm hitting my stride with what I love. And there's an audience for that. Patreon.com. <laughs> there's an audience for when you do what you love. Like We showed it today with, we're, we're on a small micro level with the podcast. We had people drive in from a couple hours away to go see the stand-up show today. And like so, so there is an audience when you do what you love. It ain't going to be Instagram. It ain't going to be counting the likes when you post a photo of me or telling me... Or maybe
1: me, it is Instagram, but it's an authentic version of it. Maybe it's,
0: maybe it's just Instagram Live. Maybe you just, you just do more Instagram Live and you fuck the other, whatever it is. But it's like you're, it's, yeah, once, once you learn what, what it is, once I've like cracked the code with Tasha, where I'm like, oh, it's not that you don't, that you're like some hermit. It's just there's this nitty gritty things about it piss you the fuck off when it's like, it's almost, it's like an OCD thing. Once you have to, yeah, like if you have to do, like, like if you had to do an unboxing, you'd be so annoyed because every, every, everything have to be perfect because you know, they're going to be looking, it's just one thing after another. And so it's just not, yeah, it doesn't make you happy. And I, and for me, that shit doesn't matter to me. But I also don't stress out over like the composition of things, and it shows I don't have a good Instagram following. So I just like flip a photo up. and Yeah, worry maybe about you're it.
1: right. Maybe if I just cared less, it would be like way easier.
0: You need to have a thing set up, like a wall set up that you shoot against, and, nah. they, and you don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you don't even touch it. It's just you're ready to go. Luckily, with the ring light, she's good. She's really good. Like she knows. You know, you're really good at just like. Banging that shit out once the lighting's right and all that, but yeah, it's it's. But like we go, oh, you fucking hate Instagram? It's like no, no, you just you know, it's it. All of social media doesn't work for everybody. I can't scroll through, um, I can I can't scroll through Facebook or Instagram because I get, I get mad when I see other people on shows I'm not on. It's 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 so sure. it's so irrational. It's so stupid. But I I'm sure anyone listening knows that you just it's just social comparison and it's and it's fucked because like today. I'm not feeling better Like I felt good About the stand-up show I felt really good About the stand-up show But like somebody's Feeling bad Because they weren't On the show Somebody's seeing that And going man Fuck Dave <laughs> Man fuck him Aww. I'm not on there. Yeah no man, That's the thing And so like, we'll get around To booking you Probably Send a tape Um <laughs> <laughs> just don't do that joke about a woman's belt. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it's uh no, it's I don't know. It's like does does Kelsey have the does she have like does she know what her triggers are when it comes to like what like does she like I'm sure she's, she's I mean because she's been on Fallon I'm sure she just knows to stay away from she knows comments her brand online. she also opened for Jim Norton so I'm sure she knows those are like the most vile that's that's what's crazy with her is that she's oh, she's worked with people that their full audience are the biggest trolls in the world yeah in oh, the yeah. world
2: yeah they they find me. <laughs> and then they tell me that I'm too ugly to be with someone as beautiful and, and they a, fall the, they're the,
1: enamored the, by her. The
2: angel that is Kelsey Cook. <laughs> and it's like I get where you're coming from because if I saw her and saw me, I would think, yeah, she is she she is much better than me, you know, outside she's disgusting, okay? And <laughs> if you think one guy one guy it's probably my top ten favorite Kelsey's hot comments. Ever And I've, I read it like four times, and then I screenshotted it and sent it to Kelsey. I'm like, this dude's awesome. He said, I would drink Kelsey's bathwater. Oh, God. <laughs> it was so disgusting and funny and just like, that's how hot he thinks she is. And what's funny is I live in the vicinity of her bathwater. No you don't. She's fucking gross. She's hot, but she's disgusting. And yeah. and but yeah, she she gets she gets flooded. Flooded yeah. with fucking guys who are sliding in those DMs and I and yeah, maybe I I still I don't know any of those guys that hit anybody up, but I'm also in the business where I'm surrounded by beautiful women who then are being fucking cat called via instagram dms yeah exactly i don't i don't know any of those guys because we I, see
0: how it looks from from our end we're like yeah up, bro this isn't gonna work
2: yeah it's like it, like the only thing i can compare it to is when uh, those fucking sexy bots try to request me and be like hey baby you want to see my nudes yeah. and it's like how fucking dumb do you think i am sure of course i'd love to see your nudes. <laughs> oh, a virus fuck but yeah yeah i don't know i don't uh she's, she handles it pretty well. Uh the only thing that she I mean she's she's this kind of the
0: same Like do you get defensive you. do you get defensive not like, anymore protective of her? No. Uh
2: because it's it's just constant and it's also
0: fake people. These are people at comedy shows for no. the most part. No they're pe- just they they only, they wouldn't exist if it wasn't for this social media.
2: Yeah, anytime she gets a a shitty comment, uh I'm just like, You're doing something right
1: like a mean comment like a yeah. hater
2: yeah like you're not funny or whatever you're lucky you're pretty like she gets the that she gets talked down to a lot like that like That's what they say to me. What I <laughs> <laughs> I go thank you. Yeah, they say that a lot too. there's a lot of that time where you're like you're lucky you're hot because I wouldn't have I wouldn't have stayed all the way through this video or whatever and and
1: Where do people get off on that? I it's don't know. Just so it's fucking
2: mind-boggling. Rude and so But hurtful. here's what I've it's learned like she's on te- she's on television she is on <laughs> television. She made it without a manager, by the way. I, must, I have to put that out. She, she fired that manager that told me, asked me what my brand was. She let that fucking dumpy shithead go. <laughs> and, uh, and she worked her fucking nuts off to get to The Tonight Show all by herself. Yeah. Fucking met with the booker and then was like relentless. Had nobody else in her corner. Uh, in that the type of higher up managers and agents that you need to get on something like the tonight you, show you do yeah this this girl busted her ass to get on the show all by herself, and then when she's on the show, she fucking kills it. Then gets done, and then the comments are "You're lucky, you're pretty," and it's like mm-hmm. you have fucking absolutely no idea how what you're talking about. How much work
1: she, this took? Yeah, much she looked like a. She did her own took. makeup
2: too. She, didn't, she doesn't trust other makeup artists. She looked so she, like a goddamn star. Yeah, she was, a, I was She like, was amazing. Fuck yeah. fuck yeah! And I've never been more nervous in my entire life. Oh my god! I, ner- I was in the back with her friends, and I'm sweating like it's my set. <laughs> I'm like, I'm I'm sure she's gonna kill it. But I'm so petrified. I'm, I'm just anxiety? hoping
0: that she. I hope, and I know she has it in her. But it's fucking television. Well, you imagine they're, they're behind the curtain. There's a crew guy. He's either, okay. We're gonna go on the and then the band plays and then there it is. There it is, and it's a fucking 4 p.m. or whatever it is. 6 p.m. It's just it sounds insane. Every I mean, I love hearing all the comic stories about their Le, the Letterman days. I mean, now it's starting like Fallon's Fallon. I mean, he's kind of like one of the last ones. Colbert. They record separately now colbert mm-hmm. they'll do like a batch of stand-up recordings separately so like this like conan conan's probably separate too now because i think they scaled back that show so fallon and, and maybe seth myers is like the last place that you can like that this happens where it's just insane and then you get and then they for four and a half minutes you're the only person in that con- in the whole country that's speaking on that network dude that's what's crazy yeah, it's pretty gnarly it's crazy it's isolating for sure yeah we had brunch out today so that was my um, i want to talk we, we already had an hour so i want to get into this you're recording your we, can we go for another like half hour yeah right? we can have whatever i got nothing going on um uh, tasha's got plenty of berries so i think we'll be good to go she's foraged <laughs> some berries uh so you're you're taping i didn't even know this you're taping your your album this week
2: yeah sunday march 24th at the pasadena ice house uh ice house comedy club and okay. uh, i'm on the main main room two shows 7 o'clock and 9 o'clock. It's uh, being put on by the Cool Beans comedy guys. Those guys are awesome. Nice. Uh, and you, if you want to come just to meet those guys, you should. They're, they're great. We're gonna, wanna, Shit, we're not even here. I right? know.
1: We're not going to be, be in we, Kentucky. We, we, mm-hmm. I would.
0: Follow cool, either follow, way, yeah. follow
2: cool Beans. Everybody else follow Cool Beans, too, if you're listening. Cool Beans Comedy on Instagram because they teach stand-up classes. And uh, the, Corey Craig... Um, I'm forgetting the name of the other guy but uh, they they put on a they put on a great show it's sold out every Sunday they do it once a month and in the main room of the Ice House and the hottest fucking crowd and they won't put up comics until the crowd is ready and hot
0: like they go up and they do their time that's a great place for comedy yeah and they do
2: a genius thing where it's a so they what they have you know how like usually there's a bringer there's bringer shows all over this town oh yeah they did they did a genius version of The Bringer Show. So they have their comedy class. They teach a comedy They teach you how to do stand-up. Then on graduation day, they pick one or two people for both shows, because they always do two shows a night, to come and try out in, a, in front of a real audience their set that they graduated from after That's the crazy. comedy class. And then they're like, bring people if you'd like. And so, of course, there's incentive to then bring people like, look, I graduated from a comedy class. Yeah. Come watch the show. And all your and friends are like, I'll
0: oh, be there. And then, you know. Yes. Yeah. And so they
2: you know, pack I the fucking Dave's place Dave's out.
1: You I watched Dave's graduation show.
0: You did? With her. She brought her boyfriend. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. It was way before we dated. Yeah. Oh, that's hot. Second row. Yeah. That's sexy. Yeah. Likes in the second row. Yeah. It was a sad show. Was it but bad? But it was
1: okay. No. Not yours. Of course not! Oh my yours, gosh, dude! Babe. Honestly, no, 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 no
0: joke. It's probably one of the best tapes I have. It was just a hot room. It was the Belly Room sold out Bringer show. It's a good. Were, good you, room. were and you, lots of your friends? Were you enamored by him? Were you like, ooh, Dave, or or were you uh, like, ugh?
1: I think we were just friends, you know. we I was knew each other bricks. from New York.
0: I was so nervous. Not not for that you were there. Just I, was, <laughs> no. I mean, that was. I mean, come on, Jesus Christ! Oh, it was Belly insane. Room. Fuck yeah! First show ever. Terrifying. Yeah. I mean, do you remember your first show?
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, my first show outside of an open mic was at this packed, this packed uh banquet hall, and uh my boss knew the guy who was running the show, and so he was like, "I told him I was going to a few open mics," and so he's like, "Oh, I can ask my buddy. He does this annual or this monthly show." And I walk in, and it's fucking packed, and there is nothing but Seattle heavy hitters in this. There's Rod Long, I don't know if you know him, Andy Peters uh he's he's down in la now my my uh mentor ralph porter and these guys are fucking murderers and and so the guy tony he's also tony uh daniel that guy fucking is also a guy that like brought me up and i've never been more i was the the amount of fear i had that day is the same i had on kelsey's tonight show where i was just like fuck i hope this goes well and i'm only doing five you can't stop thinking about it yeah and this guy brought me up to go to he this is how he brings me up he goes all right he kills he blows the fucking roof off of the place and i'm like jesus christ i gotta follow this and he goes all right uh your first comic i've never heard of this guy i've been doing comedy a long time and he just happened to show up because he knows a friend of mine so i hope he's funny uh i don't remember his name you the our guest set and then i just walked on stage how'd it go it went all right. It went as far as I can remember, it was like the one and one first show my mom ever saw. And so that was even. Wow. Yeah. Are
1: you the personality type that blacks out like a bad thing? Yes. Yes. I have
2: a, I have a lot of memories I don't like people were like, Do you remember that?
0: Mm-mm. No, we're gonna bury that one. That yeah. <laughs> we don't need that. We don't need that one for the archives. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel like the like going on stage, like the adrenaline would kill me. Like one hundred percent. Tasha
0: did um improv. 101 a ucb 101 (laughs) and she had a meltdown before her class show (laughs) crying (laughs) tasha the philosopher
1: it's been a long time since i had to have that like anxiety adrenaline rush like the closest thing i can think of is like before like major like dance performances or theater performances like you get that like horrible feeling and then you just get going and you're fine yep
0: i'd uh, like i'd sell all my earnings i'd give everything away to have the video she killed it She's doing these act outs on stage. She's like, she says she doesn't remember any of it. She was I think you were jump roping like in the scene and you were doing like burpees. You're like running around. You were like Dane cooking it. And you and the audience was loving it. <laughs> it
1: was great. Blacked out. And then, yeah, she had no
0: idea. I was wow. like, oh, so you showed up. That, but that's what it is. It's like, don't think
1: don't... I can remember like my last two adrenaline rushes in the past five years, and I like really felt like they took years off my life what was the and other like one? got gray hair. It wasn't that one. That's not even what I'm thinking of. That was not adrenaline. That was just like pure fear. Um,
0: That's adrenaline.
1: Well, shark s- swimming with a whale the shark. shark. We had to
0: swim with whale sharks. That
1: almost killed me. And then like a couple to years jump ago. Off the
0: boat and basically ju- they basically pushed her on top of a whale shark. Oh, Jesus. In, in two hour, like an hour boat ride off the coast in Mexico. We did it for a Royal Caribbean photo mm-hmm. shoot. Yeah, that was that was wild, because whale sharks I'm have- I'm surprised
1: the, I didn't have a heart attack you, you think sure, you're in yeah. the water. You
0: think you're seeing two whales come at you, but those are both of their fins or whatever. That's how big they are, like school buses. So you think you're seeing, and then, it, and then yeah, then you turn around and boom, there's a whale shark. And they have tiny little throats. They just eat like, you know, whatever. But they, have, but they have gigantic mouths, and they just like, they go like really slow. But yeah, that was, a, okay, I'll give you that one. That and was then the other
1: one, I was late for a commercial shoot. And I was like in a horrible traffic jam, but it wasn't like traffic. It was like part of the one on one where like the on ramp is like long and like separated from, uh, like the on and offs are their own little mini highway next to the big highway. Do you know sure. what I'm talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. There's like a little barrier. How, did, how was that
0: in your top two?
1: Because I drove over the barrier <laughs> to go around. Is this with your <laughs> old
0: car. Uh, your,
1: your my old car? Prius.
0: Oh, your old Prius. My old Prius. Tasha with the, dude. Tasha and a Prius, man. She'll fuck. She'll fuck up some situations in her. I've I've had to like kick her hub. Her um, what's it called? Hubcap Hubcat. back on her wheel so many times. She said to get a <laughs> wheel replaced. I'm like, how do you blow a wheel out on a Prius in in traffic? Like, what are you doing down there? Jesus.
1: <laughs> I don't know, but, but I i feel like no, I have aged how, five years look, from I those mean, two instances. Oh, I'm sure. I'm not getting on anybody's stage. You know
0: you're doing something right when you're pushing the lines. Like, for me, I, like, fucking... I even last night I had to run into a Carl's Jr. I was doing a show in Orange <laughs> County and it wasn't even it was just a new venue so there must have been something about it that that made me at the last second have to use the bathroom because I work all day in Santa Monica at these nice hotels where I can use like the seven hundred dollar a night you know shitters like I can use the nice bathrooms all day but then and, and then I normally would but the second I get to Orange County. I'm at this like black box theater and I, and this place actually, they gave me a t shirt. And, oh. um, and yeah, it was nice. And, and, um, and I just like fucking had to go. And you I are worked. good looking. When they, <laughs> they just give you shirts. Nobody
2: gives me anything. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> gives me shit. I tried doing that on my birthday. I, when I, my 29th birthday, I went around to establishments and I was like, hey, can I get some stuff for free? It's my birthday. I don't have any money. So I was just like, I, I just want, and then like, no. One Starbucks gave me a free coffee because the guy felt bad for me. <laughs>
0: but I think we got to give Kane some of our homemade soap. I think he's asking. Oh us. yeah. Did, we, did you guys have it before? No, I didn't. I guess I didn't give it to guys you guys right. right. before. Right. We'll make I sure. Yeah, make sure we'll, we'll give it to you. It's it's really good. It's, hey. it's lather the shit out of you, and then the guy can drink her uh, Kelsey's bath bathwater after. Hey, there you, the you go. Anyway, I had to go shit in this Carl's Jr. But the me, the men's room was take like some dude was you know it was fucking Carl's Jr. On the road. I went to the women's. I went for it. Sure. I had to go i took the women's bathroom over. no one showed up it was i was like fucking you
1: couldn't wait
0: i was like fucking equality let's do it Mm -hmm. 2019 and i blew up the women's bathroom it is
2: the fault of the carls jr to not have the all genders welcome sign on their door that's on them that's not on you
0: yeah i identified as a man who needed to blow up a women's bathroom (laughs) for sure i wanted to talk to you we we, we gotta get so can you believe it was almost a year ago we went to um to Portland Goddamn. for those shows isn't that wild? It Was eleven months ago. Yeah, that was fun. And then it was so. I'm trying to think of the times we've actually hung out. Uh, we, we we did Magic Castle together. That which uh, was fucking amazing. Oh yeah, that was great. That was a long that time ago. But um, you, uh, I want to catch Tasha up. So so for everyone listening, I'll put a link in the uh, in the description of this episode. We did an we did a podcast me you and Jay Hollingsworth where we talked a lot about your 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 uh, relationship with Kelsey. So I don't want to be redundant, but you you basically uh proposed were mm-hmm. engaged got unengaged said fuck that yes and since we've last talked we you oh we're mar- we're getting
2: married in July Woo! congrats yeah. i proposed on her podcast self helpless and uh i was just going to do it in the uh in the studio and then uh taylor tomlinson was like just do it on the show just be a <laughs> guest on the show and do it on the show and i'm like I didn't I didn't want to propose to her in front of people. Yeah. Let alone do it on a on the podcast. Yeah, while thousands you're recording. Of yeah, but I I was like, alright. Okay, I'll do it that way. <laughs> I watched it, it was great. Yeah, I, I wrote a whole love letter. Uh she's the only w- woman really that's ever inspired me to write love letters, draw I've drawn drawn her. Drawn her. Yeah, yeah I've drawn her. Uh and uh that seems so weird to say out loud. She, I've drawn her.
1: <laughs> uh, you're drawing me like you're a French whore, <laughs>
2: <laughs> DiCaprio. DiCaprio. I, yeah, and I put uh, I put uh, hair in her armpits. She doesn't have any, but I draw it in. Because that's how hot I think it is. But I yeah, she's uh, she's always kind of inspired me to do love. I, I told her th- i told her this when we first got together. I'm like, and like you, I'm scared of you because I'm pretty sure you're gonna be the first woman in my whole life to break my heart. Like, I thought she was gonna... Because I was like, because I'm about to, you know, like, really devote a lot of my heart and soul to you. I've never really done this before. And uh, and so, please don't ruin my life when you eventually leave me. Like, <laughs> give me enough space. But, I love what, I
0: love how, as a comic, you can say this out loud, because that's what everyone thinks. Like, I'm about to give you the keys to my house and my heart. Please yeah. don't uh, hurt me.
2: I've never been... We were, like like we lived she lived in seattle and i lived in auburn they were like an hour away from each other and it was it felt like a long distance relationship because we were so fucking in love with each other and it's still that way oddly enough seven years later she'll leave and then we'll both just go it's not the same it's it's not it doesn't feel right like the house doesn't feel right she doesn't feel right when she's gone and vice versa like when i'm in a you know, like, a lot of guys are like, oh, God, I'm just so glad she's gone. I got the house to myself. And, like, t- to a point when you get some time to yourself, that's fine. But I don't really enjoy her being gone-gone, you know? And yeah. I think that's because every other girlfriend I've ever had, I just, I never really, I just was like, ah. I, well, I need Well, that's my, the problem is eh. a
0: lot of times in relationships, you, you the common denominator becomes the relationship and that's like you it's like all right we'll see it i'll be home at five and then you just sit on the couch next to each other and then it's like you you stop each other from pursuing the things that you would make you proud to sh- then show each other right so you almost need to be a part to work on your thing to then praying it back like the bringing home the bacon to be like look what i did yeah like like tasha you get to see my new stand-up once in a while you know, come to a show every few months or whatever come see what i'm presenting to you now did i make you laugh do you still love me like that's my way of being like am i doing oh okay and but that's what it is and it's like yeah. and then like we get a new accomplishment we got featured on itunes i wanted to show tasha i wanted to film i wanted to record her reading the email that we were going to get a feature because that meant oh that's so fucking much. cool it was so stupid it meant so but like to me i was like this is a validation that like we're doing something right we're going in that you know what i mean right and rather than go this is great and then go
2: hey tasha we're featured on
0: itunes and she's just on the shitter you were you were like, I gotta I waited all day, man. It took me forever. I was like, She's like, What's going on? I'm like, not then. But I and I was like, I waited all day. And then she was like sleeping and I was like, You gotta wake up, wake up. She's like, I'm get your we're gonna videotape this. We're gonna video You know what? I'll put that video on the Patreon. That's a Patreon, on Patreon only thing. It's I wanted a to cute talk video. It's a cute a cute video. We'll it, we'll make it cute. We'll f- f- slap on some filters and all that. We'll make it cute. It was our first of hopefully many. It was our first feature, it took five years. I only submitted it, it was only my third time submitting it for a future i didn't know you could do that um, if you need to know the info i'll help you out yeah with that. that would be great um, uh, so you guys so you have a patreon as well i wanted to yeah. talk about that before we get out of here what's it been like uh, and again if anyone's new stumbling into this patreon it's a membership service uh, for like your super fans people that really like what you do that they, they can kind of tip you in a way to get additional content
2: yeah uh so i have a podcast called well actually a podcast for nerds who think they know everything and uh, essentially what we do is we, you tell me what? Like, what do you like? Like, what's your thing? You're super nerdy about.
1: What is it? Come on! I don't know. Your mug. Harry Potter. Yes. Okay.
2: Oh. So we've done. Okay. Perfect. She'd we, be an expert yeah. if Did we needed Harry Potter. Which Harry, which Harry Potter book or movie are you huge about? Uh, do you love the most?
1: Oh, that's really tough.
0: I love the all. Well,
1: no, the third just, book and the fifth book are both like really high up there. But you okay. know
0: which like character. Y- I don't know I've never seen it but like you know what character type you are right like you're pretty good on like
1: which house yeah
2: I don't know what the fuck yeah I'm a I'm a Slytherin
1: Oh geez, mm-hmm. I why? Don't I
2: don't know. Maybe because I think teasing girls' belts is hilarious, <laughs> and that's a very Slytherin-esque. I
0: don't even know what a Slytherin means, but you look—you've got the sounds yes, Slytherin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Slytherins
1: are like um, power-focused, I guess you would mm-hmm. say. Like they re- are really driven by power. Um, Gryffindors are really driven by justice. Yes, um, is that what you are. Yeah, and um,
2: <laughs> every girl I know, by the way wants or needs to be gryffindor and if they take the pottermore quiz and they're not they <laughs> lose their shit
1: i i, I this really did get been nerdy been, i no, like it truthfully i've always been very on the fence i always sort of self-identified as a ravenclaw absolutely <laughs> but as i get older <laughs> shut up I love that. as i get older i realize more and more that like i'm like because school was always very important to me grades but i'm not like studious mm-hmm. so and i'm i'm not you know like their motto is like pursuit of knowledge right, right. and i don't necessarily like i'm entertained by knowledge you love knowledge it's not,
0: your facebook news feeds all knowledge i know
1: but don't you think i'm more consumed by justice than knowledge my yeah. mom told me i'm like a Gryffindor. Sure. So like but I've always sort of felt very on the fence about Ravenclaw versus Gryffindor. I wear yeah. both pins. Oh. You know. I didn't
2: even know that was a thing. And so what so essentially what happens too, we've done we've done Harry Potter Sorcerer's Stone and we've done the book and movie and then we've done Chamber of Secrets. We actually did Chamber of Secrets 2 days ago or 2 po- two episodes ago and the uh what we do is we take somebody who's a huge nerd like you about the specific book or movie uh, Harry Potter, not specifically Harry Potter, but just happens to be Harry Potter. And we talk about the movie and the book. I'll usually just watch the movie. And then I, we, me and my co-host, Tommy McGowan and Holly Annabelle Brown, we uh, write down quiz questions. And then you have a 15-question quiz that we quiz you on about the book and movie.
1: Like trivia? Like trivia. Okay. Does
0: she get the chance to re-watch it or
2: no? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You can yeah, yeah, you,
1: you could prep. Yeah, you can, uh, it's prep. like getting ready to go on Jeopardy. You got to prep.
2: So there's 15 <laughs> questions. We have pri- We have a prize. Tommy brings us a prize prize. Even we don't know what he's bringing when he brings it. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's awful. <laughs> and uh, then there's also rankings. And so we review the book, the movie, and then we quiz you, rank you, give you a prize. And that's essentially the whole show. And then we started a Patreon um, and the Patreon gets even nerdier. <laughs> I recorded one today. I had a thought, and I just I couldn't get it out of my head, and I wanted to talk about it. And so I thought, there's no quiz. Uh, there's no The bonus episodes are mostly discussion about nerd topics, and the topic I picked, I just recorded before I came over here, was uh, casting superheroes in Quentin Tarantino movies and then rewriting the movie to fit the superhero. So I did Reservoir Dogs but if it was the Justice League and then rewrote the whole movie and then just spewed it onto the microphone. <laughs> it, I don't know how entertaining it's going to be. You have to be a super fan of both superheroes, yeah, to understand
1: to really understand like the uh, new one. Kane,
0: I'm really uh, figuring out your brand right <laughs> now. I, uh, please please it's, don't it's, brand uh, me. But that's what. Yeah, this is real specific. I love how that's what. But that's what. in there it is, right? When you're passionate about something.
2: Yeah, yeah. And so that's that's the whole idea of the show. We'll take whatever. Like we had a, a guy on. His name's Willie Mack. Another comic. Really funny dude, but he's huge into real estate investment, and I didn't see that coming at all. So we had to like dig deep, trying to find like um, like mortgage laws and and like refinancing <laughs> and all the like equity, all this st- stuff that we don't know anything about. Learn it, discuss it, and then quiz him on it. And that was the toughest one because he, we're like delivering the quiz, and then he looks up. We look up at him, and he's like that doesn't make any sense. Like your question (laughs) makes zero sense. And then he goes, that's not right. And then he well actually, and that's the whole point of the show too. He well actually is us. He's like, well, actually here's the, uh, blah, 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 blah. And that's where the show gets And did this named.
0: podcast come about because of your bit? Yes. Well, actually, yeah, yeah, she's got a bit about. I, mean, I, don't wanna, I won't obviously butcher your bit, but. I will
2: don't. be doing it at the. Hey, there you go. At,
1: at the, the Ice House, at the the ice Al- house. March, on Friday. Mm-hmm. At what time? S-
2: Sunday. Sunday. March 24th, 7 o'clock and 9 o'clock. Two different. Sunday,
1: March 24th.
2: Two different sets. So if you wanted to get tickets to both, you could. And yeah. it's two different shows. Double header. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now, cool. so now for the patreon what do you you're just doing are you doing like solo stuff where you so what we do is there's a there's a dollar
2: or no there's a five dollar tier where you get uh it's five dollars every month and you get bonus material and it's just bonus episodes like the superheroes in tarantino movies or or whatever you can also let us know what bonus episode you wanted to hear from and you can hit it up at the well actually pod gmail Then there's the $25 one where you get a well-actually shirt bonus material. And uh, you can also... And then... Oh, so there's that one, the shirt bonus material. Next one is the hoodie bonus episodes, but then also craft your own episode where you tell me what you like, but you also give us the questions. You pick which one of us is taking the quiz, and you pick which one of us is the quiz master. And you get a hoodie uh, and a shirt. And then there's the everything box. Now, this one is fucking... This one takes some time to <laughs> prepare. Holly makes custom nerd shoes. Like You tell her what you want painted on, a, on vans, what your size is, and she'll do that. Cool. I make a custom art piece. Um, of Kelsey. You just draw Kelsey. Yeah, I just draw Kelsey on. with armpit hair, <laughs> and then you get that, and it says, well, actually, on it. But yeah, if you, you tell me what your nerd thing is, and I'll draw it, and, uh, or I make you into that thing, whatever it is, and then you get that, Tommy prize, whatever it is that he wants to bring. It's always a surprise hoodie shirt. And then you get the bonus episodes. And the
0: cra- what's that price point? That's 300. <laughs> but that's what's great. That's what's great is that some people have fuck you money. Yeah. And that why? And so it's not, it's not a prompt to ask for it. Like someone mentioned to us that we should have a thousand dollar tier. Yeah. They just have a thousand dollar tier. And it's like, well, we don't I mean our top tier is like fifty bucks, and it's the, it's the soap, so because we uh, over the fall for Christmas, we sold hundreds of dollars worth of soap, like people wanted it, and then and then in my thing, it's like, look, you know, if you want the soap, you know we're going to you know Mother's Days around the corner, we' we'll do a mother's Day soap, do, a, do it for that month, and then kick back down to a lower tier. you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. don't drive me crazy. I don't need to be sending you soap every month like well you that's know what what, I mean? that's that's essentially uh
2: like the thing too It's like i didn't I didn't expect anybody to do it, especially not right away. But it, I put the Patreon up, then I promoted it on the podcast, and then one guy bought it. He got the everything box that day. No and shit. Then So then we made it shipped it off
0: to him. Were you him. like, oh shit, we should have been a uh, higher price. <laughs>
2: <laughs> then we shipped it off to him and then he just took the 300 tier and he dropped down to the five. Awesome. So he's like, well, now I'll just get bonus bonus episodes That's every great. month.
0: How good did it feel to get the Patreon email? That's Dude, itself. it's amazing. I tell Tasha, I, go, I, go, I went up to her the other night and I was like, oh. it was like midnight, I was like getting ready for bed, I was like, I hate receiving news like this late at night. And she goes, what? And I go, 12. it's it's an awesome feeling it really is nice and you're like these are people I didn't even know uh, a couple of them came to the show today that are Patreon people and you go what the fuck man like really you created an account and probably downloaded the app to like support us Yeah. like you do realize that over time that money really does help not do you know that that helps us turn down the gig we don't want to have to do, so we can keep doing the things that we're better at. Like you it's mentioned, just really
1: cool. It is. It's like a little affirmation for you. Like such a. It's such a cool way to support.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned just do what you love, and then when you uh, uh, here's a good example. Um, I played baseball my whole life, Me and too. um, yeah, played baseball my whole life, never. You know, got cut from college. You know, I try to try out and make the fall team. Cut whatever, no big deal. Still play. But um, on two nights ago, I got to play in a pilot. I got to just do background you know and they were like we need a pitcher and i was like i'm the, I'm the guy i'm your pitcher but like three other guys were like i'm the pitcher too i'm a pitcher and like we're playing we're like the yankees farm system we shot at usc it's a full pilot sag you know whatever and um and there so they were auditioning us i haven't thrown yet this season i'm I'm on a team but i haven't thrown yet this season i'm kind of like a purist i go slow blah blah, blah. but right. now we got like this six foot four like dude who like was the like Technical expert for like pitch the 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 baseball show and like Moneyball and he's like Southern voice and he's like all right well, we're gonna wing you because he's skeptical of everybody and then it's me against these two other guys and we're like auditioning and trying out to be the pitcher for the scene and then this other guy one was just a stunt man and apparently he fucking sucked the, and the, the 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 coach guy the, he's like you hit two guys you're out you're done we can't <laughs> use you anyway they used me I had to throw like a hundred pitches because over the course of the evening throwing Fuck. into like one at one in the morning and it was awesome. Dude, that's like six innings. Yeah, well, that's was insane. It, it was yeah. I mean, and, but I didn't hit, and I only threw it to two different guys. So it was just over and over, and then I didn't hit anybody, and I just threw strikes. And they bonused me out. They gave me like two and a half times what the pay was supposed to be because I was able to help them efficiently get the shot. You know what I mean? Like, and like if if say say I kept on hitting the guy, that that could have been a ten thousand dollar issue because of you know crew, you know meal penalties, this and that, all the union shit. But I was like, oh, that's the first time because uh, that's something I do well that I love that I was paid for and I'm not pursuing you know I'm yeah really well over the hill with baseball but it's it was fun to like tell Tasha and just say it out loud like I was paid to do something I love yes and, we, and it's important to like remember that that's a possibility <laughs> a lot of people listen and they're like oh, I want to break into this and that but like we just we just like flog ourselves with these limitations and we go oh we can't do that or it's you know it's there's so much shame and guilt and you almost have to have nothing to lose to be able to pursue what you do? We have a podcast. listener, to my friend Nikki, who's running for Congress. She's a, she loves politics, and she's fucking fed up. She's running for Congress in her like little town in outside of Boston. And it's like that's that's what you you know. It's not too late to like figure out what it is you're supposed to do. And if you're like an expert on nerd shit, you know, like or like I've got a friend, uh, a guy who was like expert. Like he was really good at at picking which Oscar, which movies would win Oscars. Mm-hmm. He became the podcast guy that gets to inter for entertainment weekly, that gets to interview every a-lister and go to the red carpet events. And he's made all of his money off of that, off of being really good at knowing what, what wins Oscars. Like and talk about no like, shit, that's, that was his brand, but like that's, but yeah, Ew. so like, yeah, <laughs> but like, you know, so yours is uh challenging people on their nerddom. Well, I like,
2: I mean, you, do you say like people who don't want to pursue their dreams or they're too scared to put this limitations? I'll tell you why I do this and you know, I'm not completely 100% successful uh, at stand up as I would like to be. Like, I get to do it and I get to, uh, I get, I get paid to do it and I get to travel or whatever, but I'm not like a huge name. However, I would like to, I would rather fail at this my whole life than just stop because my dad was a guy who had ideas and then he, all he did was put limitations on himself. Mm. So if you're sitting in your car listening to this right now, and you're like, I can't do it, or whatever. I've I've heard all of it. I've heard. I he he uh, he didn't. He was gonna be. Uh, he was drafted to the Pirates farm team, uh, and then he had me, and, then, <laughs> and he told me that no
1: pressure. <laughs> he told. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, he
2: just told me like, yeah, I had you, and I just figured I'd flush my dreams down the toilet. Jeez. So so I was <laughs> I was a reason he didn't follow his dreams. Then so he's working a job he hates, and then he decides like. One day he's just like talking to me and he goes, "You know I would love to I would love to start a sports bar." I'm like, "Start a sports bar yeah i, I can't I can't start a sports bar." like why why? Why'd you bring it up then? What'd you bring it up for?" And he's like i, I, I there's just too much involved plus i'm I'm old. he was 35 I'm 32 now, and he's like, i have to, I'm too old. I just can't do it." He would even get to it where he wouldn't work out, and his excuse for not wanting to work out is because I don't want to lose my neck. <laughs> that was his actual excuse. Wait, I don't want what? To, Yeah, he thought that he's a <laughs> he's a fat guy, he's shorter than me, and he would say he you know, he would be every woman in our life would be like Marty, you got to lose weight, you got to lose weight, and he'd be like be like you got to go work out. And he goes, "If I work out, I'm going to lose my neck." In the same vein as like if he's pumping iron, it's like his whole body's going to collapse on himself. <laughs> but what it is is, it's him just making up
0: rules for taking that
2: step, for, so he could just sit on the couch and, and be miserable. You know. That's, so I watched that's- a man be miserable for twenty years. I just watched him sit there and do nothing and have dreams and then do nothing with those dreams. And then I was like, no.
1: That doesn't pay off. Never. Yeah. And it's there's like there's I- no way that works out for you. And the
0: bitterness that, that he'll f- you can form by Still like- to this day yeah. and you're like, I would much rather
2: just continue to pursue this forever. And if I continue to fail, I fail, whatever. But I'm I won't I won't hate the, any of the decisions I've made. I have I'll have zero regrets deciding to pursue the thing i wanted to it's like this is what feels right and it's
0: not even like you're pursuing it as if like like a lot of the thing i hate about actors or just acting is that you're auditioning in these private rooms and it's like you're out there performing to your audience already so you're already getting you've already you're already got the equity You're you're shooting your fucking you're, you're recording your album like you've already got all that equity that might not pay you the big bucks yet but it's all in your it's It's more important than any like say say you had four hundred thousand dollars in your bank account. What you have as a stand up comedian is more important than four hundred thousand dollars yeah. I say oh yeah we' gonna buy a house, yeah, yeah. but like that all could be taken away from you, but like short of like a serious brain injury, yeah you're uh, um you know you're, you're what you have is more important, and you take that with you versus some financial crisis or this or that. it's like you've got you know what i mean it's because it's, tasha i mean tasha it's just like just like you were worried about like uh kelsey's tonight show because you couldn't you know it's like you don't control it so you're like nervous for her yeah tasha's in some ways nervous for me because she sees comics that dick around la and don't do shit like those 55 year old comedians who like are funny but they don't even do you know what i mean oh, yeah. and i go look like there's plenty of people that can do stand up like as a party trick that like you know do it to get laid or for the drugs or whatever but like you got to like have faith that you know those those of us that are on the right trajectory are like do or, you know we're gonna take care of ourselves we'll be okay Kane you're gonna be just like a okay you know what I mean like right. you're like uh, our friends like Jay Hollingsworth it's like I've got faith in these people that make me laugh that are like good guys and good women that do stand up Kelsey's already you know Kelsey's killing it. you you, oh, yeah. you 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 and Kelsey might be one of the funniest comedy couples in the world I mean look at it that Ooh. way look at it that way. I mean, how many are there? I yeah. mean, there's, there's Rich Voss and in, and in, um, in, um, and Bonnie, Bonnie McFarlane. Like they're funny, but they're also like you know, way, they're That's a different league. They're they're two, two generations, by or generation behind sure. us. I mean, like who in our generation, like is a is a relate in a relationship mm-hmm. of of stand up comedians? Mm-hmm. I can't think of any other offhand. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple. New York's got a couple. Louis uh, Louis J Gomez and um, sure. what's her face. There's a couple, but anyway. my favorite
1: power couple is um uh. Chrissy Teigen and um Ugh. yeah and John name, Legend John Legend
0: we're talking we're that's ta- pretty good yeah, she's, she's funny you
1: know, she I is like, funny she's
2: she's sassy. I miss Jennifer Aniston and uh Pitt, I mean, do you remember that yeah
1: they were they were a good couple, but I was on team Angelina
2: sure, that makes sense but she's also she seems like insane
0: angelina, yeah, she seems crazy yeah, so I, is there a what, well actually for pop culture yeah. Is that what you're into? I've, well, I've got some Matthew McConaughey knowledge that I could blow. I would
2: fucking <laughs> like, love. We have, so we're going to do... What's the next book after Chamber of Secrets?
1: Um, do, 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 do,
2: bo, bo, you got them all.
1: Uh, hold on. I'm thinking. Oh, sorry. Boy. Oh, boy. you already I lost. I don't know. I'm There's already lost. There's
2: Sorcerer's Stone, Chamber of Secrets, and then it's like... Prisoner of Azkaban? Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> oh, no. We have a guy coming on for Prisoner of Azkaban. What's the other book you like? Um, or is crazy. This is crazy know.
0: that you're I am I'm I'm, I'm floored. I, I I Tasha never introduced me to this side of her to, of of her. You know, well, I've never yeah, I've never I watched one of these after movies, after reading
1: the books like I don't know, consecutively seven or eight times. Sure. I, she went it was Universal, time to put it down. She went <laughs> To Universal
0: Studios and came back with like a, you know, like a cape and like had like 12 <laughs> butterbeers or whatever the fuck they drink. Oh, butterbeer's delicious.
1: Butterbeer's so good. I didn't
0: like
2: Harry Potter when I was a kid and I I grew up just not Enjoy, uh the be- I don't know if you're the best movie in the series in my opinion, uh is Deathly Hollows part one. <laughs> I love it. So much.
1: Did you see the latest um, Fantastic Beasts: Crimes of Grindelwald? No, you gotta see. it. Is it good? Really good. Yeah, because it gets deep into like the history. Like, Mm -hmm. if you're like extra Potter fan, and then you like want to know how everybody's connected, and like who the previous generation was, and who were the people that were around when Voldemort was around, like that kind of stuff. Okay, it's all of this backstory, (laughs) and you get it, and it's and it's got the same sort of like um intrigue and suspense and violence and everything else that like mm-hmm. sort of makes it a little more grown up but yes. you re- you got that in in Fantastic Beasts Crimes of Grindelwald okay yeah it was really good i
2: just love i and i love learning about that that's the other thing about the podcast too is i like learning about other people's sh- stuff that they really like because i feel like sometimes i can be a little too closed-minded when it comes to things and then forcing myself to listen to other people talk about what they love the most I think will open me up. Yeah. Like, I don't really like anime, but Tommy loves anime. So then that makes me want, okay, well, show me something that I would like. Or just show me what you like and let me see if I like it. And then we get to have this discussion about it. My favorite thing is, is, is just that, like learning about that. I have all... And I didn't like Harry Potter growing up. And then I was sort of like, whatever. I like Deathly Hollows, the rest of the movies, whatever. And then I started reading about uh, J.K. Rowling And now I'm like a
0: huge fan (laughs) of her. Yeah, she's a badass. She's
1: awesome. Did you know she was homeless when she wrote the first Harry Potter? And that's the shit that I'm talking about. Was was she
0: homeless or was it one of those like... Well, she had
1: like a... I mean, she was destitute. She was so poor that she couldn't copy the manuscript to send one off. Yeah. So she typed out the entire book, 700 something pages... Two times. She
0: could be worth like a quarter billion, right? And, and
1: on a typewriter. On a typewriter.
0: Dude, and that's the
2: thing I'm talking about right there, where it's like I'll watch my dad not go to the gym because he'll miss his <laughs> neck <laughs> <laughs> and J.K. is fucking fat neck. dude. His fat, she's taking her. She's neck. a
1: single mom. She's a single. That's she's a, a single mom. They're ugh. destitute. Well, like, I yeah. wanted to.
0: Co- I wanted to give that generation a pass, but J.K. Rowling would be in the generation of your yes. dad, right? No, but, yeah. I mean, fuck but that. some people come from that World War II parents, and like, cause I look at like there, there are limitations that our parents had to face, and we're, we are the entrepreneurial generation. You can hit the button. And you're like, all right, I don't need no podcast network. We got it. I figured it out. You can Google and like that's the beauty is we can just figure it out. So, so, yeah, it's right. Like We need to, you know, we need to, pur- you know, that's the secret. Just pursue what it is that makes you happy. It sounds, you know, f- fuck healthcare. Fuck all mm-hmm. those. I mean, I know it's, I know, but Tasha, I know you get nervous when you think about that, but please don't compare me to the 50 or 60 year old dude who's like, tells the same jokes five years in a row. You know what I mean? You did something stupid at Lake Tahoe and I wrote a seven minute joke about it that's it
1: i did something brave
0: you should i'm gonna Tahoe. show you this video okay. of her jumping out the whole beach cheers for her i showed it to her yes last night for the first time she had never actually seen the video of this it's anyway um but, it, but the, the, the <laughs> point the point is is that like yeah just have a little faith in your boy like like you take care of me now you do your thing now and then we'll get the basset hound ranch and we'll figure it all out like it's it's all gonna work
2: itself is, it, out. is that
0: what you guys are leading
2: to Living a life outside of the city?
1: Yeah, I would love to get out of L.A.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We I love L.A., at, but I'm like, cool also. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, there are plenty of things that's that are nice about it, but I feel like the closest I would want to live to L.A. is like Calabasas. Sure. Like, if I didn't have to work in the city every day, I absolutely would not be here because I feel like... There are plenty of pros. After the show, we got lunch at Cafe Gratitude, delicious gluten free vegan food. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's lots of good things about Los Angeles, but also there's like poop in our back alley human poop. (laughs) Yes. Human poop in our back alley. When the skid stain, when
0: the poop stain is on the wall, it's human poop. Someone leaned (laughs) against a wall and shit down a wall.
1: And like, that's just not cool. And like, I don't want to have neighbors forever. And like, even if you buy your own place, like, like, am I allowed to get a pet pig or does the city of Los Angeles have rules against Mm -hmm. that? I can't even have like a backyard without like an apartment building, like looking down on my backyard Yes, or like your neighbors are going to decide to build a high rise or whatever it is. You know, there's just all these sorts of limitations. I feel like living in Los Angeles and I want to be able to just like fuck off and not have anybody's aura touching.
0: If, um, If this podcast was retweeted by the right uh, people up up above, if the algorithms kind of clicked in the right direction and we had that sort of national following, I really, really would just get an RV. Airstream with if an I F two fifty. If I could quit my
1: job, if I could retire,
0: here's the thing: any any place, if the if, when the podcast following gets that size, which by the way, like the guys we fucked chicks, they're they're going can to have a,
1: a big ass ranch in like Montana. Yeah, yeah, have,
0: have it wherever. Yeah, it means there, and then you got the Airstream. But like, with oh, I just love... I mean, we my mom had had one, and like they're just so cool. And if you got like a full size one, they have these pat. You know, the wall comes down, and you just have a patio. I just love the idea of being like, no, we're moving. Well, okay, we'll be all right. Well, we keep selling out this ninety nine seat theater in nashville so we'll just stay here for the next month and then we're just gonna move to the next. Na- and then eventually you might get tired of that and you kind of set up, set up shop but i just love the idea of like the nom- nomadic lifestyle but in a way that's like sort of like glamping you know what i mean like i'm not trying to fucking sleep in my car but you know well you I guys
2: are you guys are definitely on the right track with this show because it, i mean you're i even a buddy of mine was like hey can you put in the good words so i can be a guest on the show i love their show i didn't even know he knew the show like Nice, especially in Los Angeles, where you have, you're you're aware of how many podcasts there are in the world, in the comedy community, uh, and 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 my buddy is like, and I and I met, I haven't met, I haven't known this guy that long. This guy you met at the yeah. show today, and he was like, oh, can you introduce me? They were very sweet. To yeah, yeah were yeah, inter- really. Can you nice. introduce me to them because I, I, I want to meet them and would love to talk yeah, about sex I, stuff and that's and great. He's yeah. a huge fan, and I'm like.
0: Buck, he knows the
2: show. That means you guys are onto something.
0: Well, it's crazy because, like, our our, our numbers aren't crazy. They're not. They're, but, like, you know, a couple, two years ago, we were uh, at, the, at a bowling alley and some guy comes up to us. He goes, and we were with all of our friends, which was cool. And he's like, ah, I listened to the podcast. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> uh, and we're like, we got to get a photo. Get in here. Like, <laughs> the first time anyone ever, like, recognized us, which yeah, was dude. funny. Because it's like, come on, no one's recognized. No, it's just, you know what I mean? But, but like, I think
2: that's the new gold standard. Like, everybody wants to be everybody comes here and thinks to themselves like i gotta be fucking uh the a an a-list star and it's like no you don't the last who thing who
1: wants to be an a-list star that sounds like a nightmare it's awful yeah.
2: i don't see how it's fun for anybody anybody who's an a-list star you're constantly being judged you're in this type of light where you
1: can't go anywhere without getting your picture taken everybody right. wants to comment and they'll on take your it away light. they'll
0: take it away the second that they don't want you anymore exactly yeah.
2: Exactly, but the new gold standard has got to be Dan Cummins. Yeah, you know Dan Cummins, is he the time no. the time suck guy. Yeah, dude.
0: I don't listen to his podcast, but I should. It's amazing.
2: I watch, I listened to the uh, Casey Anthony one last night, and normally I don't listen to podcasts, but I was I was just playing. I had nothing to do with playing video games, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna listen. I'll listen and see what it's all about. <laughs> it's amazing, but the guy has put himself in a situation where the show is paying the bills the audience loves him the shows incredible but then he's like i don't fucking need to live here i don't even live in la i'm going to idaho i'm going to set up a nice place for my family big house love i got a lovely family and i can just go on the road when i need to make that's more it. money that's yeah. it but
0: the show makes some money his stand up makes some money that's it that's what he needs because ideally we it's love beautiful. we love performing I never want to have stand up. I, I never want to have to take jobs I don't have to that I don't want to take. I'd rather like if you told me right now, Dave. Okay, you'll never sell out more than ninety nine seats at a time, but you can do that five days a week. I'd go deal. Beautiful. Done. I don't need theaters. You know, the, like the amount. You know, you can you can now own a very nice home and have a very nice living selling out eighty seats a night. That's yeah. great. It really is. I mean, it, it, when you break down the numbers, you see how much comedy clubs make off of comedians. It's insane. Yeah. And I heard Dan Cook talk about it, how like after he had like his $10 million stolen from his brother-in-law, uh, you know, whatever that financial thing. He, had, he was broke again. And he just went to comedy club. He went to like theaters, $75,000 for him to book the space. Cause there were big theaters and arenas, but he would make $250,000 because he would fill them. Right. And, and so like once everyone was paid off, oh, there's Tasha's is that you?
1: you have it over there somewhere.
0: Time of fantastic. Killer babies, or birth control babies. We'll, we'll get <laughs> out of here. But the point is, is that currency is is your fans, and I don't know, if the fans sound so stupid, but it's the it's the audience that relates to you, and we're we're no we're no strangers well, but to that's like the
1: thing about podcasting, though. That's the thing is that like people get to come here and listen to us jibber jabber for an hour, an hour <laughs> and, <laughs> and a half. Jibber jabber. I love you it. You know, but it's like it's real and it's honest and it's not perfect and it's not filtered and it's not edited. Mm-hmm. It's relatable mm-hmm. and it's a more authentic version of us than like the Instagram bikini photo yes you know what I mean like it's it's authentic oh, yeah. people, and people... that's why that's why they're fans because they they are getting to know us and they can relate to us. Which is better than any sort of like... They're more like friends. Well,
0: some of those like super gimmicky podcasts, like I, I can't... I'm not just going to read somebody the news. Like people, I'm sure they love the, the topics you talk about, but they also are invested in you. Yeah. And, and it's cool to think that someone might be happy when you succeed. And that's right. in the end, such an important part. But well, uh, And
2: I also have people that elevate me up. Like I like you two guys. You guys have a great chemistry for your show. and And I have Tommy and Holly... And if you you know if you guys end up listening to the show follow them on Instagram they're really they're they're a, they're a great follow cuz Tommy's weird as fuck and Holly's really funny. Holly seems like she's a badass. Dude, Holly's the shit and she's uh and and they're both really funny and Tommy Tommy just has this sort of air about him where I don't think he really knows what's going on and he doesn't care enough he doesn't care to try and prove that he knows what's going on that's what i love most about him he's just like this is the amount of information i could retain and these are the things i have to say about it and he doesn't really like much of anything but what's great about the two of them is they're just so open and willing to just hear and listen and whatever and so having a having a good team to elevate you up yeah helps motivate you to make good shit that people then wanna go to the Patreon and pay for and shit like that and so I really couldn't do the, my show or and Kelsey too Kelsey's a big uh supporter of the things that I do so when like things when I like you know I'm like trying to get a tape ready or whatever she's like all right well then come on the road with me and you can fucking open for me at the comedy clubs and then so you know, having a good team is always, and I, that's just—that's not even just for entertainment. That's just yeah, for that's giving. just life advice. Well, you get just, stuck
0: in your head sometimes if you're when you're doing shit on your own. Like, is this am I doing the right thing? Versus having somebody like, oh, that's funny, or like someone to bounce ideas. You off You need of. someone to bounce something off of you
2: to like, even if you're just ideas. Like, you want to open a bar? <laughs> you want to open a sports bar? you know yeah, like something. no but, wonder
1: no i mean to your dad's credit it is a daunting task sure. there is a lot involved
2: he's a lazy idiot <laughs> to his credit he's dumb but, like,
1: but maybe if he had a necks. buddy who was also into the idea then it's sure. like they can figure it out together and it's teamwork and right. it's having a cheerleader and and like someone to help you find like the path
0: absolutely i call tasha my cohort I was like, oh, she's my co-host, but she's my cohort. And then I was like, I don't know what cohort really means. <laughs> I looked sure. it up, and one of the meetings was like a ancient. It was like an ancient Roman Roman military unit. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, we're going to battle together. <laughs> yeah, that's what a relationship really is. It's a court. It's a it's a pact. We're gonna go fuck other people up. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're, gonna, we're in it. You know, you know, I got your back. You got mine. You take, you flank left, and i whatever military. Oh, it's term.
1: like Forrest Gump when they like lean up. I'll lean on you, and you lean on me, and they're like sleeping, mm-hmm. sitting up in the rain.
0: Yeah, Tasha philosopher, Tasha philosopher. <laughs> Dude, we gotta get, we gotta get out of here. We're an hour and forty one minutes, so Woo! we should get out of here. We cooking That's a long one. Uh, Sunday, March twenty fourth go see Kane Holloway 7 and 9 7 and nine. and 9 uh, he's super funny links at in, the Ice links, House
1: in Pasadena link
0: for tickets are in my bio and
2: uh, cool, cool slash Kane Holloway and the tickets are
0: free there Woo-hoo! you go go support him and while you're here you're already on the podcast app go subscribe to his podcast well actually yeah. and then when you have a free moment you're doing laundry Ooh, I got a lot of laundry to do tomorrow mm-hmm. I love I listen to podcasts I do laundry I just fucking you know some weird shit yeah get mm-hmm. out there put some of that nerdy shit on whatever he, Gryffindor shit he's talking about yeah you got get a bunch to listen to maybe in the future maybe you're listening to this in the future I've recorded a Matthew McConaughey episode where we I can't talk- <laughs> wait to have both of you on for McConaughey excites the shit out of me I could me. talk to you about McConaughey shirtless just shirtless movies wow. I prefer fool's Goal. I could do an j- episode just in the first act of fool's gold okay <laughs> I'll get into it with Matthew McConaughey we'll get yeah but you definitely get Tasha she's fun I, I, I love uh, she's I mean you haven't even brought up harry potter that's the thing it's like i love baseball i bring you to games i teach you about splitters things you don't care about teach me about harry potter
1: harry potter is a personal experience
0: yeah (laughs) there's
1: no teaching somebody harry potter
0: kelsey wants the same thing you have
2: to sit down and you got to just watch the first movie. It's, okay. Like, you're going to...
1: And and watching the movies is totally fine. But like the books, oh, for boy. me, was like a transformational experience. Like, seriously, I'm not joking. It got me through I, middle school and high school. I,
2: I completely understand. I know it's, there's several women in my life that say the exact same thing. That well... It was,
0: the, uh, you fall
1: in love with the characters. <sighs> yes, uh, any
0: good book you do that. Yeah, I, I hear, I hear you on that. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I do, I do. Yeah, i the Barrington Bears—they were my jam. Yeah, oh, no. yeah, I'm trying to. I don't have like a long, like a long series that I really fell. In. Anyway, I, but I, you know, you'd read like Dan Brown's books. You'd be like, you'd root for them. That's the shittiest probably novelist to to mention because he's like the Walmart of whatever. Anyway, I understand your point. I'm trying to wrap it up, and i Rambling. Jabber jawing. Is that what you call it? Jibber jabbering.
1: Jibber jabber. She
0: speaks like a 1950s. She <laughs> told me the other day I was Jibber. flapping my gums. <laughs> I was like, that that gets the boner going. <laughs> wow. You know,
2: flapping my gums. Tasha, I love your... <laughs> I love your... Uh, uh, what's the her, word? Gumption. Colloquial. gumption. I like... Co- yes, I can't... Th- Dude,
0: I'm starting to like... Get re- what is it t- about today, dude? You well, you've done several podcasts. Ooh. We had a stand-up show. I've been I've been sober, then drunk, then hungover. Now I think I'm sober again. Uh, we're gonna do Chinese food tonight. Ooh, so yeah, I mean, so
1: I mean, late, we, I can't believe
0: we really earned it though. Because and, and again, people listening, fuck you. You'll listen to you listen to not fuck you to listeners.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just
0: saying, you know what I mean? Like it's funny when you're listening to a podcast and you know they're wrapping up, but you know there's 40 minutes left. You ever listen to a podcast? And you're like they're wrapping it Sometimes up, but they're
1: just keep, having a good time that's when it's good
0: when that part i won't do that too but that's when it's good when that when they're like all right we got to get out of here and then some guy goes like what the flat earth and then it's like an hour left and like oh shit they're about to get into something
2: that's why i always end my show by making everybody sign off i i I, because i know we can do it too especially when we get on really nerdy topics so i'll just go all right tommy sign i just cut the thing off because i'm like it's too long what sign off and then they have to think of a sign off on the fly you want to do that now? Oh, that's great! Should we do that we- now?
0: Well, I want to promote. I want to promote the, the Patreon one more time. I'm going. I'm going to post for free. This is what I love about Patreon. About Patreon is you can give away free posts. Mm-hmm. So I've been do- I've been like blogging, just like some public things, so people can see. So I'm going to give away a free video on the Patreon only of Tasha reading that we got featured on iTunes. It's probably a 20 second video. I'll put that on. I put last week. I put the video of my car accident because I just finally got my settled my settlement Ooh. from a car accident from three years ago so i finally can share the video of it so i put the video on but I are you sure you're allowed fuck them they can go fuck themselves it's a surveillance video i have (laughs) um and and it's like the video of me watching like like play by playing the accident as the lady's hitting me but um that's on the that's on the paid version i was like you gotta pay five bucks if you want to see me get hit by a car but um but, yeah, so like, anyway, I don't know. I mean, we've got, we've got, uh, it was our first month of Patreon. We got nine people, first month. Love we, it. We decided, um, we made postcards. They're coming in this week of us, just like we're going to send everyone, all new patrons get a postcard, and then there's a tier to get a monthly postcard, which is kind of nice. It's just an yeah. old fashioned thing to do. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, so let's do the sign off thing, right? Sure. Sign off thing. All right. So you, you, you lead it. And then do I, do I have you sign off at the end? Yeah. Well, yeah, sure. Uh, uh, okay.
2: Uh, Dave, sign um, off. Before, okay, okay. Uh, qu- uh-huh. Just question. Yeah, question. Sure. So <laughs>
0: is it just like a goofy It's, be it's it, like folks. a
2: little catchphrase that you have that uh you think of either off the top of your head if you've always wanted to sign the show off this way. And oh,
1: like Al Roker. Like here's what's going on in your neck of the woods. Yes, like or, one of those. Yeah,
2: or uh stay classy, San Diego. That kind of okay. thing. So it's it's that kind of sign off and to give you an idea, Tom, I'll, I've given it to Tommy 30 episodes in a row. And each time he just goes, <coughs> that's his sign off. And it bugs <laughs> the fucking shit out of me. And he does it every time because he knows it bugs me. But that's his sign off. And then Holly will do an impression. And she's a very, very talented impressionist. And I have mine that I already do for
0: the show. Wait,
1: can you go first? Those I will we go can first. Get an idea. I'm so gonna, I'm gonna t- completely so, so, so fucking Tasha's fail go- on this. I, I don't want, think on my feet. I want
0: Tasha going last. I don't want to follow her. Tasha's going last. All okay. Right, so we do Kane, then me, then Tasha. Yeah. All right, guys. I'm never gonna give you up. <laughs> well, uh, have a sexy and safe week. <laughs> 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 That's so bad. All right, Tasha. Blueberries and all.
1: Tasha Philosopher.
0: Tasha Philosopher. Have yes. a good night. That's the one. Kate <laughs> Holloway. Bye everybody.
1: Oh, funny. I really
0: should the bet on that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: S-A-D, baby, baby. No me. I don't. I can't even like have a conversation on my <laughs> phone. <page. laughs> yeah.